It costs thirty six thousand dollars to have a kid. It costs that was that was this lady's hospital bill. Thirty six K in California. To have a kid, yes. To just the hospital bill? Just the hospital bill. That's so expensive that's, not that's different when they say like kids are expensive. That's that's just up front. Like that's the, that's, that's the down before payment. even named. Before you even got a name for him. Named. That baby has no identity yet, and it's already cost you $36,000. Don't insurance cover that? Yeah, insurance covered it, and she only paid 2000 That's still a lot, though. That's, money. that's still that's a, a down lot, payment. though. For, for a natural delivery and one night at the hospital. They kick you out the next day. Yeah. Oh yeah, they won't. They don't keep you there. It's uh, like yo, we gotta, we gotta move this out. This ain't we a hotel, beds. honey. Yeah. Shoot. Especially if you're of color. Oh my gosh. They're like, first they be of like, they be like, <laughs> I've know? only been here for an hour. Gotta go next one. Yeah, I'm man, I can't right trust no doctors, especially if you're like on anesthesia and it's like a patient of color or anything like that. You don't know what they doing, what mm-hmm. they talking about, what they think. You know, especially if it's like a, I mean, you know, it's that generation, older white. Before, like, they would even give, like, a lot of patients enough anesthesia or, like, enough of, um, like, painkillers, sedative. A lot of, like, women of color end up kind of passing. It is just so, it is just so unfair, like, okay, this is going to get racial. You know, like, being a white woman, getting surgery, you know, the doctor's probably going to be like, oh, you know, this is just, like, my, like, sister-in-law. So I got to, like, make sure I'm, like, real careful on this incision. Oh, wow, she has such beautiful whatever the fuck. This bitch, I don't know who the fuck this is. This bitch is probably dirty as shit. Okay, whatever. Look at the way they, this shit fucking looks. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 staple, staple. Bruh. All right, get this the fuck out of here. I, I heard a quote that this lady was saying, like, doctors to black women is like the police to black men, um, where, like, they really don't have your best interest at heart. Have you heard of the book of, well, it was like historical, uh, uh, Henrietta Lacks? I don't read. The Immortal Cells of Henrietta Lacks. Basically, it was a black woman <laughs> during... I believe the 19 early 1900s basically she got cancer and she donated her cells unwillingly unknowingly because basically the doctors just took her shit and then they were able to do stem cell research and make a huge breakthrough in stem cell wow. and her cells even though she's dead her cells are still alive mm-hmm. and it's like a big like family case like they took the cells without her knowing it and technically a part of her their great grandma is still alive yeah. to, to distribute I, stem cell therapy I have heard that. Yeah. that's just crazy Do, wouldn't you think like they would they're entitled to some kind of compensation it's a, it was a huge case yeah it was like, a huge lawsuit because the, the a whole hospital doctor professional just took it without permission that's like and it's like that's like the syphilis case cancer. that's almost like the syphilis <laughs> case Imagine someone just taking your cells and cloning your ass. Like, I would be. Well, they also made a huge bank stem cell research yeah, without ever yeah. telling the family about it. I'd be pissed. The, the pharmaceutical industry is indebted to that family right now. Yeah. They don't, like, they're not even getting a single cent. They're not going to give it to them either. Yeah, it's, a, it's nothing. Like, what I've learned is just that, like, all the health stuff, all the things that we think are, like, um, that we deserve is simply just a business. Some people like the big argument in like public health is whether or not healthcare is a right or a privilege. Basically, like people have to go to work for uh, like here, you have to pretty much have to go to work to have healthcare. Yeah, that's the like the only real way to afford it is if you're working forty plus hours a week. You have to be working full time. Like jobs will keep you at thirty nine point five just so they don't have to give you those benefits. So you have to work full time. 
it's tied intrinsically to your profession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, the only way to get it is if you're working. It's very telling on like the the work culture that we have here, um, because what is the first thing like most people ask you? It's like what's how old are you? What do you do? Like your whole identity is tied to your profession. Yeah. But um, like in America, that's pretty much the shakedown, though. Like pretty much to to kind of like people want like we're very big on status, you know. So when you say like well, I'm a doctor, the very first thing you think. People aren't thinking like, oh, well, you really care about people, don't you? They're like, oh, you're making money. Yeah. How much you make? Three figures or six figures? You're making 300000 huh? Mm -hmm. That's the first thing they think of when you tell them you're a doctor. It's not about your passion behind it or why you want to do it or like how you feel about doing it. At the end of the day, that doesn't matter. It's what mm -hmm. you produce. Yeah. Exactly. So like they pretty much ask you for your job because depending on where you work, they can pretty much give you an idea of your work ethic, how much money you make, your level of education and your basic lifestyle like how you live mm -hmm. and that's pretty much it it's pretty much a general idea of like uh of a rundown of like who you are simply based off of where you work in your profession I mean, there's a lot of utility in that socially um where it's like okay you can kind of tell somebody's aptitude based on their their profession but then you get to like that shit's like the necessary jobs like a garbage man how many times have niggas been insulting like oh that's a garbage man you know, like mm -hmm. your parents say, you don't want to be a janitor, but who's going to clean that shit up? Mm -hmm. Like there, there are jobs where it's like necessary, but the status is low. And where like you get a job like a doctor, which is necessary, but you have an upper class, higher status, like profession. But at the end of the day, both jobs need to happen. And they're both like equally important. Yeah. So, like, relatively speaking. The, yeah, in, in relation, like, depending on where you are, like, some things need to get done. You know, like, if we're a doctor at a school, mm -hmm. like, that, the schools don't require that. Yeah. You know, like, you have to do what needs to be done where you're at. And that is the cold open to episode one of the FML Way Too Real podcast. How's everybody doing? How y'all doing? That was cold open. <laughs> started off with damn a baby cost 36k <laughs> yeah we really like jump straight into <clears throat> hi hi everyone uh, this is fml debbie and then we have grub grim uh, i'm rennie how y'all doing today and special guest. Special guest. FMLHR. Yeah, FML we are HR. ready with the paperwork. The thing is, we've been getting a lot of complaints and um, suggestions. So, unfortunately, we did have to have an, an HR rep, uh, rep here for today. Just, you know, kind of vibe check into what's going on. So, um, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of the complaints came from last uh, last Scream's community night. So, yeah. <laughs> so Stuff about the best FML way. doesn't respect women, hates women. I don't you know, know where that came from. It's a lot of like peer media mediation, PR. Shiv like Shiv really has like multiple hats as FML HR. Yeah. Um again, like, you know, in, interpersonal disputes between the three of us, mm -hmm. um, public relations, mm -hmm. um, payroll. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Shiv really be doing that like and, and honestly, like, I feel like we wouldn't even be, like, afloat without Shiv. That's that's what I really think. Um, how you doing today, Shiv? Doing good, you know. And employee relations is always on my, you know, professional aptitude test. I came in today. I stopped, like, two arguments already. Yeah, you're like, doing a great job. That's, like, really good. 
Yeah. I really want to get to the bottom of that, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not like. I see it though. I, I see I, it. I, when I look, I gave you that look. I was like, all right, yeah, I do see it. Where you're coming from. Here's the thing, like I'm, re- Fabe, I'm really not mad at you. <laughs> like when you speak to me, I like I, I enjoy, my nigga, I enjoy speaking with you. Like I just yeah. want that to be known. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I had texted Ren earlier today about like coming over here, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pull up at three. But really, what I meant was. I'm going to start coming over there, like at three. But well, did you say you're gonna pull up I, at three? Yeah. So that so that, that doesn't that, mean what you yeah, said. Yeah, that doesn't mean <laughs> what I said. <laughs> so the thing is, I be catching myself making me these mistakes when I talk to Ren because I put a lot of pressure on Ren in these conversations. I, I expect him to know a little bit too much, you know. And Miles be pointed it out a lot. No, nah, Miles pointed out that you'd be giving backhanded shit immediately. You already just no, said no, no, I no. That's my second problem. That's my, that's my <laughs> second problem. That's my second flip. problem. Babe, babe will be like, he'll look at you, be all fine, and go. <laughs> hey, what you doing, man? Like, it's too late. Before he even said anything to you, you've already been insulted. Like, you, you have already been deemed wrong. So the conversation is... <laughs> He just starts off with you already being wrong. He'll say, nigga, that shit is stupid as fuck. What are you doing? <laughs> that, that's the wrong order. <laughs> that yeah. initial statement comes after their explanation. And that's if they were dumb. That's if they were wrong in that moment. So, yeah. So I text Ren and I tell him I'm pulling up at three, but I really meant I'm going to arrive at around four. And Ren said, um, I forgot, but we went. Ba- he went back and forth, and then I was like, I corrected myself, and I was like, I'm going to arrive at three. Let me or arrive at four. Let me say what I saw, um, because I, in that moment I was like, I could I could go back right now. I could reply right now and start a fight if I really <laughs> wanted to. If I really wanted to, I I was staring at the text and I was like, no, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> and Fabe said. Um, we're coming at we're coming at three, and then in my head I'm like three is way too early. Um, if y'all are gonna and and then me and like me and you we were talking about going to the gym, um, and I was like if Fabe comes at three, then that means I have to wake up right now and go to the gym at this very instant. I'm gonna try if I want to go to the gym, then you're gonna have to come at four. So I texted, you should come at four, and then and then this nigga replied. <laughs> That's what I said. He's like, it'll take me an hour, so I gotta leave at three. And we're like, it's not what you said. He he said, I said, can y'all come at can y'all come at maybe four? And Fabe said, I'm saying three because it takes an hour to get there. So do you want me to arrive at four or five? And I said, four. <laughs> and he said, then I'm leaving at three. And I said, KK. But when he when he sent me that shit, when he sent me that, my nigga, I was gonna. I was mad. <laughs> like, what, and then I'm like, what did I just say? <laughs> like, Fabe, if Fabe be like, I, when, when I say something to Fabe, I feel like you think that I'm saying something else when I'm saying what I'm saying. If that makes sense. I said, why don't y'all come at four? I don't care what you got to do to get here at four, but get here at four. See, like, I feel like I'm saying what I'm saying, but it's too, it's too, um, too much like in 
not in non-clear ways that you can understand. Like I be talking on a different level in my head. <laughs> Shit, come on. See why I'm getting mad at this nigga? Like this nigga really just said, I think you're too stupid to understand. Me. I didn't, even, I didn't like, even say that. I said, like I be I be just like rationalizing things in my head, but not rationalizing it in English. Like I feel like I be talking a different language in my head, and then once I put it down on paper, would that language happen to be binary code? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you you only work in zeros and ones. It's just like yes or no, right or wrong, definite ways. I I definitely think I I feel like I I over like I'll process the whole conversation myself, <laughs> and <laughs> and by the end of it, I'll be like Lorenzo already knows what I mean. I think that like you already have a lot of mental shortcuts in your head. So, like, you'll kind of just make these checkpoints for yourself. You'll go from point A to point, like, E, because you already have presets for everything in between. Yeah. So, when you communicate that, you're only kind of highlighting, like, certain points. You're pretty much, like, verbalizing your thought process. But we don't think like you. And the, the moment, like, somebody, like, inputs some information with a different kind of intention, it throws off your entire thought process. That's what I've realized. But... For me, Fabe, I've been thinking about us interacting a lot this week because, like, I'm like, I don't know why there's, like, certain moments when we speak that causes friction. And it causes, like, a like a, a hard stop. And we have to reset and be like, I'm not mad at you. This is, I, this is what I mean when I say this so you don't get this shit misconstrued. But, like, when I when I tend to speak and when I tend to, like, receive information, it's without any kind of intention. So like when you answer when you ask me a question, I'm answering specifically that question and I'm not like I don't I try not to ask any leading questions because I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Okay, just so I can understand that internally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like when when you say like, um, can you see from right there? I know you're you're saying like. Um, you just put that so far over there. I don't think you can see and you're looking for me to say, oh, I only put this right here. So that I can see it from, or so that I can dra- grab the the keyboard and work closely, closely. But I'm gonna actually move it back in a second. But I'm the way I communicate. I'm gonna say, yeah, no, I can't see right there. And that's it. Yeah. It, it's like I, I answer the question specifically. What up, cat? What's How's this regular routine thing now? Fabe in L.A. Yeah, so so Fabe's in LA. Um, I don't know for how long until like maybe the first couple of weeks of April. Mm-hmm. Um, but while he's here, you know, we're just getting this podcast material out because this is what we do on a normal basis anyway. We just chop it up. What's up, guys? First episode. Yeah, if we weren't live right now, we would just be on the couch doing this exact same thing. The exact <laughs> so same thing. We were literally like sitting on the couch, like just chopping it up like an hour before this anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's good, fam? Mobbing, uh, oh, moving, moving to Houston, <laughs> moving to Houston next week. Bet, Let's go. Bet. Okay, okay. It's hot out there, right? Hey, all that tornado stuff. You better take care of yourself, okay? Because you gonna have to. Yeah. Oh, you and Demetra? Hey, Gabby. Fuck heartbreak. Respectfully, yeah. Fuck yeah, heartbreak. we gonna get to the we gonna get to the heartbreak stuff real quick. Real shit. Fuck heartbreak. Uh, they gonna fly me away. Sheesh. Oh, the, yeah. I mean, oh shoot. Wait. 
Houston. I keep getting Houston and Dallas mixed up. Let me make this. One of our other cousins just moved over to uh, to Houston, so we actually have a pretty good grip of family out there now. So honestly, Houston might be pretty nice. Who's a special guest? <laughs> I haven't seen that nigga. You y'all know? F- FML HR. Go FML ahead. HR. Let, let's uh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I can't resize this shit. Fuck it. We're gonna keep it like that. Just move it up some. I'm trying to make it so. So that. Oh, just the letters it. are big enough. Yeah. Hold on. Um. Reach if it's a forty-five. How do I? So how's everybody's doing today? Um, we were just talking about how um, Ren and I communicate. Yeah, but before we're gonna we're gonna table that for a second. Yeah. Um, let's introduce. Shit. Nice bit of verse, real quick. Um, <laughs> everyone, our special guest Shiv. You may know him as Marty McFly Boy. We know him Here. as FML HR. Here. Um, listen, like you guys. The three of us, me, Mouse, Fabe, we're literally the front-facing end of FML, but Shiv is just as much a part of FML as the three of us. Like, my nigga has been, like, holding us down in the back end since the very beginning. Um, Bro, we used to be doing freestyles in the back with Shiv. Yeah, like, <laughs> Shiv, we, we Shiv is there. <laughs> like, y'all don't, y'all don't know this, but, like, the, the tracks that we pre on the on the, on the the stream, Shiv's the one at the Shiv, table Shiv's engineering the shit. Like, Shiv's there. <laughs> Like, but he's like the uns- It's actually FMLS. The S is silent but felt, <laughs> yeah. and that's Shiv. Um, but yeah, FML HR. Mm-hmm. He's our guy, you know. Mel Shiv. Yep, yeah. Yep. It was good, AJ. It was good, everybody. What's, What's up, up everybody? AJ? Thank you for pulling up again. You know, glad we can Appreciate do this again. Y'all. You know, glad you guys could be here. And for the people who can't be here, uh, we are going to be posting this on Anchor FM. Um, so that's going to go out to Spotify and hopefully I think Apple podcast. We'll see if we can get that set up. But for y'all who can't be here for the rest of this, you know, this is going to be going on for like two hours. So we're going to post it on there so that y'all can listen back, uh, whenever you guys are working or whatever, we, um, definitely are trying to make it more accessible so that yeah. y'all don't have to, you know, just pull up to the stream. I know, I know y'all like really, really like really hurt inside when y'all miss our, our streams and yeah. and especially like the podcast being live it just makes more sense i saw someone busting pussy open on t- on twitter <laughs> oh my God. I, was trying to, I was trying to retweet the the stream link on uh, my personal twitter but you got distracted i, got distracted. Yeah, I can't be looking at that shit. if y'all didn't pull up for uh our special jackbox stream last night y'all better go catch that vod no, no, the oh do we do we, do we? <laughs> Vod is not the there. The vibe went down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the, the <laughs> There's a lot of racism. The that game is. night is the reason why we have HR here today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was telling Fave about it. The one clip I remember hearing, because I was playing Elden Ring while I was listening to the stream. All I heard was Ronnie say, all right, all right, but just don't draw a dick. All right. You drew a dick. <laughs> I, was, I was mad because Ren was like, no dicks. And as soon as he said that, I looked at him. And hit delete on my shit. And just, and we had to start over at the scrap it, and then next thing you know, it's business dick. It's a business dick. Uh, it's, it's not personal. It's just business. Nah, Captain Captain Nerd or whatever. Captain Nerd. Captain Nerd. 
Nah, AJ, you a funny dude for, for trying to draw me to. The nigga-nator? The nigga-nator. That one's bad. That oh one's like really gosh. bad. Bruh. Cardi used to um, take off those grandpa shoes. Also, Cardi's asking for his uh, his rematch in, in BBZ shit. Mm, he I'm was like, down. he was like, who is this? This shit? Mm. This him? Yo, I want my shit back, bro. Like, did <laughs> you find out it was you? He he was like, he was ready for it. I'm down, Cardi. I saw you was in the in the hospital bed. I hope you're doing well. Um, I hope all y'all's weeks is going well as well. Uh, life is fucking crazy, you know. Mm. Way it's, too fucking crazy. It's Way too hard. Fun. That's why I'm sitting like that, cat. Like I'm trying to make you sure can see y'all the see the shoe. Like. Yeah, I put a bit. lot of effort into the fit. The Yo, you really you... broke those in. I remember when that shit was rigid. Yeah, you mm. should be bending now. The the Burks I think are like eight tier sandals for sure. Like how I much think... are those? Hmm? Eighty. How much are Burks? They're pretty expensive. They hit about like a hundred or so. Oh. But the thing is, they really form to your foot. So yeah. you got to break them in a bit. But once they're in, like that shoe is solid. That but, is my summertime shoe. But like a Croc, Crocs. a Croc is like. 40 sometimes you can find them on sale for 20 like they're, they're about to go up to 60 in a second are you for real i know for about they're like the Why? air forces of uh of sandals like before everybody knew about them they were at a pretty solid price but they're only going up now here's the the solid like shoes that you need for anything i feel like you need a pair of forces a pair of burks some fucking some crocs and bands at the bare minimum the bands can be like anything like, yeah. you can have some cons, you can have some fucking, some Nike SBs, like, or some, like, low-cut, like, blazers or something, but just a low-profile canvas shoe, that, like, I feel like that kind of goes with anything. I yeah, mean, you obviously, you need, like, some dress shoes You just, whatever, you just reminded me, I was, I was at the mall the other day, and I walked by the van store, but it wasn't open, because I was there at the mall really early, and I was like, I'm gonna get some bands because I don't have any other shoes with me right now besides dress shoes and, and the, the, the Vapor Maxes and the Sperry's. Oh that's why. Oh, that's why you're wearing my the mom, Sperry's. Bro, I, my mom gave away my lotion. She sent it to Africa, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't live here. I was like, she gave away everything in my room. Like, I came back and my room was like, and I had like so many things in my room and then now it's empty. Like, I don't have, I don't even have lotion shit. <laughs> what about the books in your room? Did oh, those send, are still there. The Twilight. Twilight. Nah, Twilight. <laughs> 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 no, dude, I, have, um, still there. I still have a bed in my uh, in my old room at my mom's house, and she yeah. keeps asking me when um, when I'm gonna take it. I'm like, well, I don't really need it right now. The space for it. She's trying to change the room into the workout room. She has a Peloton bike that's in the oh, living right. room right now. She's trying to move. Like she's trying to move me out completely. I, I don't have a room in my mom's house anymore. All done. My her, uh, yeah. my mom turned that room into storage. To the workout room to an office. Oh, yeah, like my shit is gone. It's been more shit. things. Yeah. Other, there's been more rooms other than just your room now. My room is gone. I I need to go over and help her paint it because I had like the fucking soundproofing shit and it tore you're, apart the wall. You're gonna help her repaint the room that she took from you? Mm-hmm. Come be me, man. I'm like that's your room now. You can paint it. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm doing good. Thank you. Uh, Thank oh, you. That's man. Ty, right? I'm really. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm sorry, Cardi. I'm really bad at like the abbreviation. What Ember's? We someone typed in YT and I read YouTube and somebody laughed at me. Like, <laughs> what does YT mean? I don't know. I still don't know. They didn't explain it to me. They just laughed Why? at me and I was just in the conversation. It's white, white people. White. White people. Just white. Yeah. If, if, in reference to white people, it's YT. Oh, YT. 
Oh. No, it's, it's not like whitey, but it's like. It white. just means white, like white people, oh, I guess. Yeah, like yeah. You're, it's phonetic. Oh, like white. Oh, white. So it's like the Y is in white. the sound of the T. White. So white. Yeah, it's like when people say great, but it's just G8 or G R eight. Oh, oh. Come on, man. Or, I need to I need to update my drivers. <laughs> I need to update my, uh, my shit. Um, Y-A-T-E. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. Someone no, laughed at me, but they didn't tell me the lab. answer. That's cool. I need the table to stay exactly where it was before. It's too late. You already did what you did. Come on, almost there. Almost there. Scroll. Did it do it? Go down. I don't know how fucking you Stop, 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 stop. Give me this. Overcomplicate. Anyway. Um those walls are heck of YT, yes. Um yeah. Uh, Cardi said, A, big boy, Granny. Yeah. What happens to my homie right? call, nigga? You want me to fuck you? Hmm? I mean, I don't know what that means, Cardi. What happened to my booty call? Yeah, what happened to his booty call, Ren? What you trying to do, my nigga? But nah, Ren in, in a deep, dark place. He he is not up for no booty calls. Matter of fact, Rand, go ahead and tell the people yeah, what Go happened. and give us an update on the streets, like what that look like so, now. Streets as, is dark right now. As y'all know, like, your boy has been going on these late night. Rennie deleted Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted, I'm not going to lie to you, nigga. I deleted Spotify. Yeah. I deleted Spotify. Um, Came fucking, back to Apple Music. Bruh, yeah. It's been a week. I'm going to fill you in because this shit, like, I've been rattled this week, like, undeservedly um but as y'all know i've been seeing a person um since like december um but that arc of my 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 escapades is now over the the rennie the rennie ho arc is is complete we're in a training arc now to get ready for the next one um but this show is crazy coming up so to fill you guys in like talking to this person for a minute you know, um, non-binary, we're using they, them pronouns when we address them, you know. Um, but it was cool. It was chill. Um, we just pulled up. So so you having a baby, nigga? Uh, that was your takeaway? That's, that that's was, what you got. <laughs> <laughs> where, where? No babies. Not yet, though. Nah. I mean, shit. Who knows, man? You know, if I... If I if I shoot the club up one one time too many, uh, we might have a little baby Rennies uh, running around. But that's neither here nor <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but yeah, bro, this shit was crazy. Like we had gotten into like a, a little tift um, a couple weeks ago because I mentioned them on the stream, and I said "old oh, girl" and shit, and I was like misgendering them, and then they got mad at me, and like I pulled up to their place slept over and the next morning we had this conversation about why they're mad at me and i'm like what the why didn't we just talk about this when i pulled up like we could easily like hash it out because at the end of the day yeah i was wrong like that was that was maybe me like walking around with an inflated ego and shit like big dick rainy shit um and so i needed to be checked and i was like you're well within your right to be upset with me like um i fucked up 
and I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna make sure that you're like not being disrespected. It, well, first of all, I'm not gonna talk about you, um, but also you're gonna be respected when we do reference you and like you know your your uh, your gender pronouns and whatnot. And so um, we had to course correct on that. Um, and then I was like, uh, fucking. I was like, also. I understand like you're upset and everything, but in the future, let's not sit on that for so long because right now I'm thinking about like every interaction that we've had prior to that and you didn't bring it up. And I'm like, if I have something on my chest, let's get it off. Let's talk about it so we can reach equilibrium before we do anything else. Because now everything we do before we have this conversation is just going to be like, you, you've had that in the back of your head this whole time. That's kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? Um, and so fast forward a couple weeks later um pulled up on them again and you know pulled up regular we do our thing watch season finale of rupaul drag race and shit and i'm like damn like i'm really having a good time you know what i'm saying and then um next morning i have a convo and they're saying like yeah i'm done with this situation and i'm like what and then I'm like, what did I do? Like, I, I'm trying to go through like a mental, like checklist of all the shit that I've done, and to think like, okay, no, that's not, that wouldn't be it, that wouldn't be it, that wouldn't be it. All right, so I didn't do anything. So what the fuck's going on? And they're like, you know exactly what you doing and all this shit. Um, and then, like, what happened? And then I just leave because I'm like, I didn't do anything. I'm not trying to argue. I'm gonna go. Um, so I didn't say anything. I just left because they wanted me to leave. And so I did that. Um, and then I sent them a text saying, like, yo, I really would love to know what I did because I'm kind of flabbergasted right now. Um, and they said, like, they were, they were like, you had ample time to be honest with me. And I'm like, honest, honest about what? I literally don't lie to this person whatsoever. Like, I'm like trying to keep it a hundred keep it a bean every chance that I get because if I feel a type of way I'm gonna just say how I feel you know what I mean um fast forward a couple days and I'm like yo I remember we had this conversation if we have a problem say something um and send me a long ass text message and in that big ass bluff I was like I could easily just say K and not respond or just say some dumb shit at the end of it like not reading this but i read it <laughs> and they said like oh i would have respected your boundaries and whatnot had you not been fucking other people and shit or like and then like they were saying um like oh you try to play yourself up to be this nice person like such an empath but you're just a man and i'm like what the fuck first of all I'm not talking to nobody. I don't got bitches. <laughs> hey, someone bitches? clip that, please. Someone please bitches. clip that. AJ, someone you. in the chat. Please, please clip that shit. I was just so need that confused. For later. Like, I'm like, what bitches? Where are these bitches? Where? And then they said, fucking Riley and Beth. And I was like, no. No, you can't. You can't be thinking it's fucking Riley and Beth. That's unfucking believable because Riley and Beth are Brooks' friends. 
that both have boyfriends and we're all just homies. I remember telling them like, oh, I'm going out to girls night. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm finally getting in the club. Like I'm going to hang out with Brooke Riley and Beth and Ashley and we're going to go out to the bar and shit. And then they're like, why are you liking, why are you the only person liking their tweets? And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I know Beth and I know her man's like, I don't know what else to tell you. And then it just kind of like devolved after that. And I was like, you, you really projected on me in this moment. Like I was, I was doing nothing and you kind of created this narrative in your head and kept it in that own little echo chamber to the point where it was like, you already made your decision without involving me in that whole process. And that the very like, just enjoy being single y'all young. Yeah, I just feel bad, you know, like that's really, that was really like a self-destructive moment, like, or a self-sabotage moment, you know what I mean? Like that shit was crazy. I literally, it literally, we wouldn't have gotten to that point. We would still been cool if you just said like, hey, this is how I feel. Maybe I need a little bit of uh, reinsurance or something or some goddamn, like, what is this? You know, like, could have just said, what's up with this? And I would have been able to set it straight. Um, I just felt like, damn, I really got robbed of being able to defend myself because now I have like this perception <laughs> And now you're definitely embarrassed <laughs> because, like, I I wish I wish I did something so I wouldn't have to sit here in this secondhand embarrassment. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I was the fuck nigga you thought I was, but it, it really, it really just it wasn't in the cards for me. I guess. Mm-hmm. That sounds tough. Um, I'll be honest. I got a quick synopsis from Fabe the other day. So I don't really heard, but I did want to ask as to how it was. But I was surprised to see that it was on the top of the list for the notes. Um, that sucks about, like, the name calling, like, put it on your character yeah. as if that's what it was. Because, I mean, you, it seemed like this really, like, blew up. And I don't know what language she may have heard or inferred from old girl or to whatever happened on stream. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was just mad, like, mad awkward. Mm -hmm. The only thing I don't really like about that situation is like, I mean, things happen all the time. You know, like people gotta go through their own things. Sometimes you go into a relationship before you're ready, and um, or before you're ready personally, and so it kind of falls apart, and you can put the blame on whoever. But what's important is that you go through and you learn from it, and you kind of do better later. The one thing I didn't like about the situation that I hope that they can probably learn from is the fact that like they were sitting on things and they pretty much kind of held it in the back pocket until it was time to like disqualify you yeah. it was like they like Renwood like did a lot of stuff for them and they were obviously like openly like grateful for it and kind of like tried to reciprocate everything and then the very end it was like yeah i'm disqualifying everything at the end of the day like in this in situation they use you being a man to kind of like disqualify a lot of that stuff so yeah, it's like, like yeah like you think it was impulsive though or you're saying like this was built up over a long time oh um, I, I don't think it was built up like over over any kind of long period i just think like it, i think it disqualified a lot of the things that ren's done in the past because ren's done a lot and i think that in that moment they were upset they were like at the end of the day you're just a man and so like all that like that's the excuse that they use and so everything that pretty ren did pretty much that was good didn't mean anything. Mm. It was like, yeah, I respect this but when I still have this opinion of you. It's that type of reaction, though. Doesn't that sound impulsive to like to completely disqualify yeah. anything mm. over a long period of yeah. time? Like, 
that's we, just being mad in the moment, right? When, like when that's we, what it yeah. sounds like. When we first had like the the falling out a couple weeks ago, they literally deleted me on everything before we uh, even had the conversation, but still it. sat sat on it beforehand. And I'm like, what? The, like what the fuck? Like can you can we at least talk it out before you go off like blocking me on shit? Like yeah, you you. You unfriended me on CoStar. That's deep, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like that's really deep. That is deep. Like, yeah. and and you were going through all this by yourself about me, and I'm like, you know, we're friends. If if Miles has a problem with me, I'd hope Miles would say something because my biggest like my biggest thing is I don't want to be hurting people that I care about unconsciously, um, without even having the chance to course correct it. Um, and so it just really sucked because they kind of came to that whole conclusion, like just anticipating that I was like some kind of terrible person. And I'm like, you know, we could we could easily like just talk it out. I'm not as bad of a person as you think I am in your head. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I think um, I think also like it, it's kind of hard because there are some people who aren't trained or who have not um, experienced um, a lot of healthy relationships, not just romantic, but just in general, healthy relationships in their life. Um, and how they, uh, tr how that translates to like a romantic relationship is very much like very clear. Mm -hmm. um, like, uh, like for me, I think, I can understand a little bit of the perspective because at least for me it's it's the fear of having that conversation or the fear of um like my doubts being um actually like uh reality mm -hmm. um so it's easier to just sit on already that like just sit on that and be like I I'm already in the reality that I've accepted so I'm just going to leave it at that rather than trying to face it like mature person and um kind of go into that territory of uh like you know having to start that conversation with that person hear their perspective and then internalize it it's really tough and if you come from like an environment that did not allow you to um like have those conversations and openly discuss you're definitely limited um, in your in your skills to really be able to handle those situations where you're um, emotionally overwhelmed or um, hurt even mm -hmm. like yeah. how do you handle pain it's interesting um, that you say that because I was thinking about that earlier this week where I was like every time that I've thought about like what is this person doing um, and then I confronted them about it you, every time that happens you realize how how easy it is for your mind to jump to the worst case scenario it, and it's, really it's, a, it's a survival instinct yeah but you also like what i've what i've been practicing is like these intrusive thoughts like um everyone has like the the intrusive thought what if my friends secretly hate me you know like that's a that's normal that's a normal thought and it's also a part of your ego it's a part of all these things your insecurities um but you also have to couple that with these thoughts are irrational and they're not based off of fact and if you want like you can list like 
everything like if, if if it's easier for you list everything that's real list everything that's tangible and list everything that you've done with the person to build the relationship that you have you know what i mean like i i could think fabe hates me right now but i also know like everything that fabe has done for me every time that fabe has been there for me and i'm like there's no way this nigga could actually hate me because that's like it's just not based in reality it's not based off of fact yeah, like you, I think a lot of times you really got to pick the path that you want to go down because there, if you feel a certain way, there's going to be a million things that's going to validate those feelings. There's going to be a million things yeah. going to invalidate those feelings. Mm -hmm. And depending on which one to look at more um, is going to decide which way you go and how you feel long term. So you definitely need to like know where you want to be after you process everything and then kind of follow try to follow the steps that's going to take you there. Because, like, again, like I said, with, um, like, at the end of this whole situation, when, like, when they go through and kind of cancel everything that's happened before, they only walk away with the bad. Mm -hmm. They're only going to think about how it ended and none of the good stuff before. So next time they get into their next relationship, they're not reflecting on all the good parts that they experienced during this time. They're only be thinking about, oh, yeah, this person fucked me over. And then that's it. And they're going to be trying to avoid that. But they're only thinking about the negatives yeah. of that relationship rather than the negatives and the positives and the it, possible takeaways. It's also hard to like catch yourself projecting, especially if like as a person you feel um, very like, how do I say this? Like you're very, like if you're very reactive as a person, it's really hard to catch yourself projecting onto people for uh, shit that doesn't even have anything to do with them. Like when they said, you're just a man. I'm like, okay, that's a projection. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, why am I, why am I like the bearer of all your preconceived notions of what a man is? I understand. Niggas ain't shit. Men are scary. Men are trash. Like, from a generalistic standpoint, like if you're if you're a woman, if you're femme, if you're a person who's like in the LGBTQ uh, community, like men, cis het men are fucking monsters historically 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 there's, there's shit to prove that but if we're talking like from a case-by-case -case person like what have i what have i shown you to make you think that you know i think one thing to note is that from the first time she had called you out and then apologized i don't think she knew what she was apologizing for and i don't think she they, or they, fuck i'm sorry yeah. sorry 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 they I don't think they understood really what they were apologizing for and they didn't internalize that for themselves like they it was very much a thing out of desperation like they did realize that they were coming at you for something like as silly as you saying oh girl they were like oh he didn't mean that intentionally but they kept that notion of he is still fucking with someone else or like that that seed already planted was not taken out already planted aj said um someone who is posturing may not be open or receptive to the positive and only a negative space which they are in flux about yeah that's mm -hmm. true like sometimes you create a narrative and anything that doesn't abide by the narrative 
it's like it's fucking poppycock, you know. Mm. Like why why would I even consider that, you know? Also, what's up, Maya? What's up, Joelle? Thank you for coming through. Thank howdy, you. howdy, howdy. But um, but yeah, like apologizing doesn't make things better. It's learning from your mistakes and doing better is yeah. what makes things better. Like when someone apologizes for what they've done, they're essentially still the same person in that moment because nothing's changed. There hasn't been a situation where they had to make any adjustments yet. The an apology is is a simple like I heard what you said. Um, I can understand where you're coming from. And this is me essentially like saying that I want to do better. That's what that apology does. But we don't really see the efforts until everything after. So if you're ma making an apology but have no intentions to change or you don't understand what the scenario was and where you need to go, then the apology is pretty much empty and doesn't mean anything. Bye, bro. Bye, bro. Bye, bro. Everybody say bye, bro. Cardi says hi. Come back home <laughs> safe. Um... I have a question for you guys. Have you guys been taught to apologize? Or like taught how? Yes. Not by family, though. It was by um, one of our friends from high school. Are you for real? Yeah. Wait, who? I don't want to drop names. Uh, that's interesting, though. We're going to talk about that, definitely. But basically, yeah, it was... um, I was just like kind of having like... It was a high school situation shit, you know, going back and forth. And I was telling one of my girl friends, she, we had been friends for like a while. I was like, telling her about like what happened. I was like, yeah, you know, I just feel bad about it. And I just don't know how to tell her about this, that, that. She was just like, why don't you just apologize? Like, I definitely kind of like perked up. I was like, that's a good ass fucking idea. I, I should just do that. Yeah. Like, but if I'm being honest, it was not on my mind. If that friend at that time had not told me, I'd have still been stuck. But I mean, luckily I had a good girlfriend at that time who was just like calm about it. It was just like, maybe she'd just appreciate this. I apologized and it was cool. You know, it ended up working out that day, but that was the first time I had learned about actually coming out to saying sorry. And like, yeah. You know, I think people or the, the, the bad part of like apologizing is that I think apologizing is correlated with defeat and with mm -hmm. losing. And I think the issue is people go into like these conversations or these arguments with a winner loser kind of scenario where it's like, you did this, this is how it made me feel. And if you say, damn, you're right, I did make you feel bad. It's almost like, damn, she was right, I was wrong. Or they're right, I was wrong. They're, yeah. They won and I lost. They're thinking about it on like a scoreboard. Yeah, you know, and then, and again, but people hold people to this situation. Like there's times where like, let's say if I'm in a relationship and I make a couple of mistakes because I'm still learning things out. And every time like we have these conversations, I do, I do better and I don't make the same mistake twice. We can have a conversation where they're like, oh, well, you know what? But you did this, 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 this. And I'm like, well, then now you're keeping score. You're keeping track of every time that I had made a mistake, but you're not acknowledging the things that I've done better over time. And when people do that, it's like, well, I don't want to apologize because you're just going to, if I apologize, you're going to see this as a win loss. Mm -hmm. And people don't want to come out feeling wrong or they're going to fight and disqualify your feelings and validate their own and attempt to feel right in the end but like it shouldn't yeah. be a right or wrong thing and even if objectively like or subjectively that's kind of like how we're going to see it because we're just humans we got feelings and we're going to take invalidation as a as a loss invalidation as a win two people can still walk out right the same way two people can still walk out wrong you guys can both be right in how you felt but wrong in how you addressed it yeah so you need to be in a relationship with someone where you can feel safe in god you can feel safe in quote unquote being wrong because we all make mistakes and we all need to do better. But it's the reaction from the other person when we make those mistakes 
that's going to decide how closed off we are or how open we're going to be as far as talking about certain things. Yeah, yeah you got to be just undyingly cooperative, right? Like you always got to be able to give the benefit of the doubt. Because um, I feel like, you know, the more aware you become of all these like intricate like ways on expression and inference, it's like there's just more ways to manipulate. I feel like for someone who's, you know, grown up in a much like harsher environment, maybe it was always used to having to like be in arguments and something in moments like that. They're going to see a lot of different social interactions differently than someone who's never been in an argument environment before, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like, yeah, just like wanting to come to the table and say like i'm gonna cooperate with this person like no matter what what would be else would be happening you, you really have to like take your oh what are you gonna say oh say aj said uh it's difficult um too because sometimes you can't even apologize and choose when and when not to yeah and again sometimes like, life don't give you that choice yeah like the other person like you're working with another person you're working with somebody else's whole other feeling so if you're right quote unquote let's say you're right and that person is in the wrong they have already mentally decided for themselves that you were in the wrong. So before you even get a chance to defend yourself, you already lost, essentially, and that's it. And that's when people start developing habits where it's like, well, I can only get a chance to explain myself. Now I have an opportunity to. You're either going to choose, I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity because I never get this, or every time I try to explain myself, it only turns out worse, so let me just not. It's going to lead you down those two paths um, every time because of everything that's happened before. And yeah. both are defense mechanisms on yeah. just like how do you preserve your own mental well-being? If every time you say, hey, I have a problem with this, and then a person just, you have no right to feel this way. Like, you're not going to feel like safe to actually bring up any grievances. And like if you, and then you end up being overly apologetic to just kind of, um, what is it like stoke another person's ego i always try to like take my ego out of it especially if if it's a moment of apology most of the time i say like oh i'm not gonna apologize unless i feel like i was wrong um and then you know sometimes that gets into the point where it's like what if you're just wrong like sometimes you can just be empirically wrong um and you just have to hear the other person um and so i always like when I, when I take relationships, like, be it with my friends, a, a romantic partner, like anyone, it's a team, you know? We're, we're all in this together. We're all sharing in this, like, experience. Um, and so when, when, like, I'm not trying to keep score. Like, if someone's apologizing, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I'm one up on you or, oh, this is what you did, this, this is that. Like, if, if we're apologizing, I'm trying to make sure that we're in equilibrium with each other um, just so our energies aren't fucked up. Um, what's good Kayla thank you for coming good, through Kayla. thank Hi, you Kayla. so much um, I was gonna add to um, like what both of y'all were saying um, like there was one thing that came to my mind about like how um, what AJ was saying like um, choosing when the right time is to apologize or not but like also that other person could not accept your apology mm-hmm. um, and that is something that you as the person who is gonna apologize has to accept um like um i've had i think a really awkward situation where someone didn't really take my apology uh, as well as i thought they would um and it put me in a in a in a feeling like fuck like was it not genuine enough or like was it not um like did did i not repair the relationship like there 
there definitely is those moments and like mm. i think you shouldn't take it as uh like a defeat like miles was saying like this is a defeat i think um there's just something something more to be done in the relationship uh with either your actions or giving that person enough space right. mm-hmm. uh so that they can also uh yeah. find the find the time to even um forgive you like forgiveness is a really big part of it too um and i think forgive forgiveness and just in general like is is really difficult you don't really hear much about it you hear more about apologies more than forgiveness um like i i can stay mad at somebody for a long time (laughs) but um like it's it's definitely hard to forgive and not to forget because people will be like ah, i forgive forget you know like it's also me. just don't know how to forgive either like the, yeah like so, hold that not, shit against you hold yeah. it over your head but like, at the same time it's like how do you hold someone accountable to the feelings that they cause you mm. you know what i mean there's been moments where like i fucked up and i say like i'm really sorry and they say i can't accept your apology right now um and i'm like that's totally fine you don't have to accept my apology i'm going to be here every step of the way to make sure that you know that will not happen again. Right, again, yeah. like you said, it is something that happens after the apology. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about the concept of like right or wrong, it, it's hard to to pretty much like, it, this isn't math, where like the thing difference about like math and a lot of other subjects is math has one answers. Like when you go through, you put the things where it needs to be, and if you're wrong, you are objectively wrong. That's not the right answer because there's only one way to get here. But when we talk about ideas of like right or wrong, good or bad, winning, losing, it's very subjective. So like what's right for me may not be right for Faith. I remember being in a relationship where we get into an argument and something happens. I want to deal with it right away. I'm like, there's an issue. There's an issue right in front of us. So let's go and talk about it. But my partner wanted to take time for themselves and figure things out for themselves before addressing me with the whole situation. So I want to talk about it right now, but they want to talk about it later. One of us is going to walk away from that situation not feeling the best Mm -hmm. because only one person is going to get what they wanted. And the other person is going to have to deal with something that they didn't want to. So if I'm like, okay, fine, let's go ahead and, and give you the time to think about what you need to think about, go ahead and do that. I didn't get to address what I wanted to address in that moment. So when we talk about apologizing and like trying to address certain situations, what's right for someone may not be right for their partner or for their friend or for whoever they're dealing with. So you kind of have to, it's very much case by case, how, like who you're dealing with, when you're dealing with, like all the situations or all the things that's kind of surrounding that situation has to be put into account. And sometimes it's really easy and sometimes it gets really complex. Yeah. So you can't always say this is the right way to handle something because one, there's too many variables to consider. To consider, And two, there's a whole other person that may not be thinking the way you're thinking. So what's right for you may be completely wrong for them. So you may apologize to someone and they're not ready to accept it. You may be like, I did this and this was wrong of me. And they're like, no, maybe this was wrong of me. Like it is gonna go back and forth. So both people have to be able to like, they have to want to get to a better place together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it's that that same page, that same end goal for them, whether they're friends, romantic, platonic, it doesn't really matter. Just knowing that like, you're someone that I respect, you're someone that I wanna be around in whatever way. So we're both gonna work on this. If, even if I can't accept this now, I know you're here to, to stay here and work on it. And you know what, I'm gonna stay here and work on it with you, you know, kind of see where that goes. But you guys just have to be on the same page as far as your end goal rather than just like the day-to-day stuff yeah honestly i feel like that's why we've all lasted so long as friends like 
at the end of the day, like we're not gonna, we're not all gonna be able to communicate um, correctly, especially in times of conflict, um, off the rip. And so it takes like, oh, we have like a disagreement. How are we gonna move forward from this? This won't happen again. I still respect you as a person. This person still respects me. Um, let's course correct. Let's let's get this right. We're not gonna have the same situation. I remember. The first time Fave got so mad at me, he didn't speak. <laughs> this Bruh, nigga, I still got the emails. Uh, <laughs> nigga, oh my I, god, we were in high school, funny, bro. And the first, like Fave threw, um, he threw a fucking baseball, like tossed it at our friend. It hit him in the nuts, and then this nigga was like, "Bro, I gotta throw the ball back at you." To make us even, and Fave was like, "All right, all right, that's fair." This nigga picked the ball, threw it hard as fuck at Fave, and it hit your arm or something. No, like, uh, I dodged it, but I hit the bookshelf. Yeah, and he fucked up his hand. And the next day, this nigga came with his hand wrapped up. I screamed and laughed at this nigga. I was like, "What the fuck?" Screamed at him, bro. We're like, mind you, this is the morning, so people are rolling in constantly. Six thirty a.m. And then. This, we're in the courtyard too, and this nigga's yelling and pointing at my arm. And laughing. I was like, bruh, like, goddamn. I was like, man, we literally didn't even have a conversation. Fable was like, I'm not talking. And then walked away, avoided me the entire week. And I'm like, I emailed this nigga. I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. Like, I, I know you don't want to talk to me. I fucked up, and I I didn't realize in that moment how that could be embarrassing. And this nigga emailed me back, and he was like, listen, man, I just I've been going through a lot. I accept your apology, but I got finals and AP exams. I'm gonna talk to you May first. <laughs> I really day, did that shit, day, girl. Man. I'm gonna find this email. <laughs> And then, and then, guess what? May 1st comes around. He's like, what's up, bro? You trying to play Minecraft? <laughs> what's good, Dunks? Yes, <laughs> we got is, Dunks This is pretty much the dynamic of our friendship. That's from the very beginning. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that was funny. Our dynamic is very interesting, but I think that, yeah, per, pursuing, keep, like, to keep the pursuit on and want to improve the relationship is a very big thing both in friendships and your romantic partner like you can't just let one fight determine everything yeah and i i think like a lot of people would be like nah like they just keep doing this or like we keep getting into the same conversations and stuff like that um you know i'm frustrated with them like i i can't you know and maybe there's different courses of action that you have to take um to to improve that relationship but the key is if if the relationship is very important to you um and deep down fundamentally you do care about them um it's then it's worth the next try it's worth yeah. the next the next fight that might both come, sides have to up. feel yeah hard. yeah the the one thing i remember reading a while ago that always kind of kept on my mind was um <clears throat> i think it's a pretty good like piece of advice that i always take with me but it's um don't let the distractions of the world or don't mistake the distractions of the world for the world itself. So, like, obviously, like, a lot of bad things are going to happen, just, like, in your regular day-to-day nuances, but it's, there's a bigger picture behind it. Mm-hmm. The same thing in, like, relationships, um, again, like, with your friends or with family or with your partner. Like, there's it's never always going to be 
you know, like smooth sailing. Like you're going to have these bumps in the road, some more than others, but there's always going to be times where things aren't perfect. But as long as you know that like those smaller, like there's a bigger relationship behind just the small little things that happen, like keeping that in mind, you know, like that, that whatever that happened between you guys, that wasn't something that was going to overcome your guys' overall friendship. If something that happened, then that was it. But at the same time, like in bigger or like more severe situations, you also got to stand in the shit too. Like yeah. that person making the same mistakes and they're kind of just not giving a fuck and you can tell that they're not making any effort in doing better. Like if, if that kept happening like constantly over weeks and weeks and weeks and they'd be like, yeah, this isn't going to work out. But again, like a lot of the situations that we go through don't really happen twice. So we are all on the same page as far as like contributing to a bigger relationship rather than letting something small kind of get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> so we we already talked about our views on relationships i don't know how we transitioned so well from the heartbreak to like the views on relationships but it worked out but then the next topic here is pussy deficit <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to talk about that <laughs> no because we were talking to Vish earlier and they were like Rennie, you can't hit this person up again you like you have to have more self-respect and i'm like y'all don't Brooke and and, v, and Brooke and Vish can talk about oh don't hit this person up all they want until they go on a dry spell like men do. Niggas go on different kinds of dry spells than women. Yeah, it's just facts, bro. It's just facts. Tinder is hell. Hinge is hell. Like I'm gonna overlook a lot of red flags if it just means like like listen like. I fuck good, you fuck good, like, come on, let's work it out. <laughs> but, like, there's a deficit here. I'm not, I'm, I don't know the next time I'm going to hit. Damn near got the cur- <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, 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 like, you can't go from, you can't go from, like, having a consistent sexual partner to, to just fucking, you know, like, getting it in for yourself. Like, it's, it's tough out here, nigga, like. Kayla said, I'm gla- I'm just glad I'm married. Got it out the way early. Yeah, That's so what's lucky. up, Dunks? I don't know if we said what's up or not. What's good, Khalil? I mean, like, Khalil. like yeah. speaking of, like, in terms of, like, options and, like, in, like, on the level of Tinder, I've had so many friends, like, who are girls who be like, yo, look at this. I woke up to 20 new matches, man. What am I going to do today? Shoot. Free I'm dinner. Like, who, who paying for my lunch today? And I'd be on Tinder, like, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> just another nigga in the queue, like. Dry as fuck, I'd be really trying to, like, you know, you get a match, and then you're like, I, I'd be overthinking, too, because I'd be like, damn, okay, here's the match. <sighs> what am I going to say? <laughs> like, I'd be going through my, like, okay, I can, I, I can go natural. I'd be like, hey. Or, or nah, everybody say, hey. Like, what the fuck? And I'd be like. <laughs> How's your day? <laughs> no, no, like I'm, I'm too friendly for like for Tinder. Like I'll go on a, like I've seen people do like some crazy shit in the DMs. They be like straight to the point, and they get what they want. Like you gotta go in and like just put your best foot down and hope for the best. I'm too friendly. I go on like, hey, so what's up? Like what brings you to Tinder? Like, or, like how's like how's your relationships been? Like I'm trying to get to know the person. They're like, damn, like I'm just trying to. Fuck, like, <laughs> what's, like, what's you, the substance? Like, you, you gotta go for kill moves. I, I, yeah, you, you gotta go for kill moves every time. And as as niggas, niggas, like, listen to me and niggas in the chat, like, you kind of just have to optimize how you communicate on Tinder. 
during the winter, I do very well. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. I'm a big nigga. Big niggas do well in the snuggle seasons. And you know what I say every time? I go in, I say, hey. Let me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> While you look it up, Kayla said, bro, I couldn't handle today's dating world. I've been out, uh, out of it for too long. Five years. Damn, okay. Shit ain't the same out there anymore. For real. You know, it's hard. Really like, not look, the same. You said kill moves. I I am strict neutral game. I'm long game. I'm like I'm gonna get to know you for that's, a month. That's Slow, what I'm saying. Creepy. We will be besties before anything happens. Like like if I were to like it, it's almost like competition. Like when you it, it's literally just survival of the fittest. Being on Tinder, I'm competing with a bunch of dudes in the queue. Then they they are coming out strong, and I'm gonna be like, hey, what's up? Like, how's your day? Like, you know, I want to get to know you. And there's other dudes like, shit, what you doing tonight? Like, what do you, I'll come pick you up right now in 30 minutes. I'm like, wow. I don't want to see you that fast. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Like, what's my last name? Like, you don't know me. I, like, I'm more concerned for them. Like, you just. I, I, be, I be going in like, is, is, winter, is winter coming soon or is that just you type shit? Like, that's the pickup line that that's, has, like. That's it, the pickup line that some, works? Sometimes it works, nigga. Like, okay. the, shit, the shit works. Like, you kind of you really let all your cards out on the, like, this is what I'm trying to do. What's up? And then they say, "What's up?" And then you kind of just go like, you kind of just get 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 it off rolling from there. They didn't now is kind of ass. Yeah, I mean it's it, it, it. There's a lot of give and take. First wow. of all, I'm broke. I'm not trying to take nobody out. On well, here, here's the thing about dating now is like it's really accessible. Like when you have like media, you have Tinder, you have Hinge, you have a lot of platforms that are specifically for dating. Before with our parents, you it was just luck. Like, yeah. my parents met at, I can tell you, like, I remember they told me that um, my mom was at a fashion show, and she was, like, a judge. Like, I guess, like, a lawyer. I don't know what it was, but there was, like, a runway thing. Mm-hmm. She was at a judge's table. She was showing. Fashion week, yeah. And my dad was one of the models, and this dude was, I saw a picture. Dude was standing on the judge's table in a Speedo, just, and my mom was sitting down. And then that's how they met, and then that was it from there. Like, every, yeah. a lot of those situations, a lot of our parents getting married, like, a lot of it is going to be very, like, situational. Like, it kind of just happened. Like, you had to make a lot of effort into, like, you see someone, this is the last time you are going to yeah. see them, ever. You want to make a move, you got to make a move. On socials, you find someone's account, that counts will be there forever. You know, so, like, you really had to, like, really take advantage of any kind of opportunity that came to yeah. you but now you can just sit on shit like you, you, you get that and, and then never see them again that's it how's tinder been for you show tinder's been whack in general i mean <laughs> <laughs> like but like going into that i because i've definitely given it some thought after i had like my own tinder run um back in like college Meeting someone like through proximity and organically is such a different vibe mm-hmm. and build up than it is on tinder like sexual tension exists like you go into the elevators just you and somebody that you, you know you're sexually attracted to you don't say nothing but you feel that tension you know it's like that organic buildup you can never emulate on tinder True. you know and all on tinder it's about like how your text game is like whether or not that person is into emojis or not whether you do emojis or not they, like they there's a lot Android of judgment that goes have, into it have you guys heard like like men using emojis as feminine. Yeah, I've really? heard that. I've right. heard that. I've I've been told that. I've My told whole that conversations. I've been wow. Using emojis. I've been using emojis, bro. I'm a very 
emoji heavy person. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna add like the emojis at the end. I don't like to like flood the whole nah, like sentence with the... emojis and shit, but I use them. And I I get called feminine for using the emojis and shit. And I'm like, come on now. I'm just I guess it's you know how I'm. It's hard to tell intention through text and nuance and shit. I be mad sarcastic, but I'm also like, you know, it's different strokes for different people. I guess because like Tinder works out for some people. You know, I guess the more extroverted. But it's I guess over time we hear more cases of yeah, it didn't work out for so and so. And it's normally like us in friendly introverted people who don't go about posting stuff about all of our like life reviews it's yeah. mainly the extroverted people who are already on media painting the pictures of what it is that they went through it's it's you know? hard it's really hard because like i know for a fact like it takes me about like six times linking up with someone before you get in like my real personality and my real comedic timing and all this shit like i have to warm up to you as a person and fucking tinder oh my God, I can't, I can't stand that shit. I have to be all suave and shit through text. I don't even know how to do this shit. If we link in person, I'm, a, I'm the funniest nigga you ever yeah, met. But we, like, we have to get to that point. I could be a murderer. Oh, <laughs> 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 like, get to like to see me so quick. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't even know who I am. Like, I could, yeah. I could be a bad guy. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, 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 like, I'm a good guy, but like, I mean, you, I could, you, you don't know. Like, it's text, it's just text. I'm going to catch up on these comments real quick because they're coming quick. Uh, Dunk said, bro, I've had a girl on Tinder basically laughed at me and ghosted me because I complimented her back after she hit me up uh, at first and complimented. Oh, so didn't even like the vibe, I guess. And then uh, let's see. Like I was supposed to be okay trying to fuck or something too nice for Tinder. Um, And then... Oh, thanks, Dunks. Kayla said, this whole COVID situation has definitely made it so much harder. Yeah, people really don't meet as organically anymore. Yep, Tinder is ass. Deleted that shit. <laughs> um, uh, Kayla said, plus we're in the day and age that people are so much more obsessed with technology rather, uh, and their phones rather than you know, actually being grounded. Yeah. True, true, yeah, true. There's a lot of instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, there's a lot of... Like, I remember someone telling me that before, like, cell phones and everything, like, you had the house phone, the landline. So you call up all your friends and say, hey, we're going to meet up at the park tomorrow at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock comes, meet up at the park, and if Faye wasn't there, Faye died. That was it. Like, if there was no calling you to see where you at, if, like, we couldn't just call your house and be like, yo, where's Faye at? It was like, we met up here, we give you a 10-minute grace period. If you're not here, like, that's it. Like, it, it made meeting up, it made, like, actual communication, like, essential as far as, like, sticking to the plan. You can call someone and say, well, you're running 10 minutes late, which meant you need to be running 30 minutes early at all times just to make sure that you get there yeah. on yeah. time. Honestly, I don't think I'd last. <laughs> I remember Red, seeing my Red mom like all print, the meetups. <laughs> bruh, my mom would print out the Google Maps uh, before before we had that shit. And oh, map quest. If, if, if I didn't if I didn't have Google Maps, if I didn't have ways telling me leave at this time in order to get here, I'd be fucking late. And you know what I do? If I have to be somewhere at 10, I'll check Waze and be like, 9.45. What time do I have to leave at 9.45? And it'll be like, oh, 9.15, 9.05. And then I'll be like, all right. That'll, that means I'm going to be late to leaving at 9.15, but I'll be on time for leaving at 10. So you're saying that you're pretty punctual? 
No. Okay. So even <laughs> with all the resources, you still <laughs> fucking up. Yeah, I'm so bad. At that. <laughs> I was like, oh, this sounds like a really good plan. If I didn't know you, I'd be impressed. <laughs> oh my god. I'm really. I'm like. Rin, Rin is on time to things that he care about. So, but you know what? You've been doing a lot better recently, though. I, I try. It's just hard. Like I got, I get really bad time blindness. Miles is gonna talk about me saying. 45 Yo, bruh, minutes. <laughs> no, no, okay. Brent, oh. Brent has a terrible yeah. issue with like approximation, bro. Yeah. If, if oh my, Chip even knows this too. If Ren says that he's like X amount of minutes away from you, he hasn't left yet. He has no. not departed his location, bro. No, this was the scenario that really set me over. Was when we were on Discord. He called up Vish and said, "Yo, Vish, we're trying to play Val." Can you hop on? And Vish said, I'm about 20 minutes away. It's okay, cool bet. So you need to get in. And then we, we can hear the conversation over Discord. He has he has the phone over the mic. And so she hangs up and he said, let's run a, let's run a um an unrated. an unrated. And for you guys who don't know, unrated is like 35 minutes minimum. It's 30, a long 45, game. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, we got plenty of time for um for uh, an unrated. We're like, dude, she said 20 minutes, She's like right around the corner. And Ren said, Well, she said 20 minutes, so that's really more like she probably underestimated. It was about like 45 minutes minimum. And we're like, no. She said 20 minutes. So she meant 20. Like, he he made that decision for her. She didn't even get a chance. She was like 20 minutes. So Ren said, yep, okay, 45. Got it, boss. Didn't even get a chance. But for Ren, 20 minutes meant 45. Yeah. I was talking about this last week. No, earlier this week. Um, Back when I worked at U-Haul, I was late every single day. Every single time I went in, I was I was late. I was clocking in late. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> and what I, I got really good at gaslighting my boss into thinking I'm on time for the next shift. <laughs> so I, I, he'd be like, "All right, I need you to come in at one, bro." But I know for a fact my coworkers are coming in at two thirty, and those that's the closing that's the closing shift. And I know that the morning shift those niggas don't get off until one thirty. No, they don't get off until 2.30 when, when my niggas get in. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to come in at 2. And I'm going to be early for my coworkers being on time. And they're still going to get that little padding since there's an overlap in the shifts. Like, at around 1 o'clock, there's six people working at the same time. There's an overlap between the morning shift and the evening shift. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to just come in at 2. I'm still going to be an hour and 30 minutes late for my actual shift. <laughs> How did that work out? How did that work out? Because you rationalized it to be more complicated when he already told you to be at one. He told you to be there at one, and then you found a way to rationalize. No, I could be there at two. I'm going to be late. Like, That's the problem. When he said be here at one, Ren immediately knew. I'm going to get there. He's going to figure out a way to just add another time. When Fabe was referencing me and you, bro, there are times when Ren was supposed to come and pick me up. And it'll be like 15. I think the worst he's been late is like 30 or 40 minutes. And I'll ask him like, bro, did you leave? And I'll look at find my location. He'll still have the, I'm not going to say the address. Bro. But it'll still be in this area. Or I'll just see him booking it down the floor. (laughs) 
Yeah, no, he'll no. be booking it down the mountains, <laughs> right. and he'll be like, "Bro, I'm 15 minutes away." You fucking lie. Bro, <laughs> be worse than the Uber drivers. Yeah, If uh, Brett was an Uber driver, please do not. No, <laughs> don't give this nigga five stars. Dude, I can see like you checking this location, coming down the 405 FBI agent, like, "Hey, bro, get your boy. He's going kind of fast. <laughs> if you don't get him, we will." Nah, there was one time I feel I still think about this shit. I feel so bad. I told Shiv I was on my way. I was still in the Discord chat. <laughs> I remember that Shiv shit. joined the Discord chat. <laughs> and he was like, I ain't going to say nothing, Lorenzo. <laughs> but I'm upset. And I was like, fuck. Because this nigga <laughs> had to go to work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hot. Like, I've never, look, I've never done it again. I've never done it twice. <laughs> but that was bad. And I'm sorry. Like, that, yeah. So I'll be late. I remember Noah told him like Noah was like, "Oh, um, I'm in like we're gonna meet up at this time." And Noah told me an hour early because he knew I was gonna be an hour late. And he was like, "Yeah, we kind of anticipated that Rennie was gonna be a little late." So and my sister does the same thing too. Um, yeah, when, you know, a nigga just gets time blindness. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be waking up. Get and some, I'm like, get some glasses. <laughs> get, yeah, get, 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 get <laughs> it's not an excuse anymore. Yeah. Khalil's asking, how long have y'all known each other? Damn near a decade at this Very point. Close. Like me Very and Fade knew each other freshman year. Like what? 2012, 2013. 2013. 2013. So nine years nine. for me and Fade. Me and Shiv met. Like, we were cool, like, through high school, but I think we got really close after high school. 2014 summer. Yeah. It was, like, shortly after, like, you guys pulled up the Samo. Yeah. Like, we all were chopping it up, like, oh, you got PS4? Let's play PS4, bro. Like, you know, like, we we all just kind of chopped it up from then. Me and Miles met a semester after me and Fade met, so, like, six months after the fact. And so we've all been friends since then, like, since high school. Yeah, I met Shiv shortly after I met you guys because I was at Westchester for like my first semester. And then after that, we were pretty much all just hanging out through Discord. Or no, through Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts, bro. Like, that show was a movie. Goated. And so that's we still we got playing. them chats. Them chats. Deleted. We got to get, get rid of them. You know what? The, I think the most important part about life is growth. You know, I don't <laughs> remember me for who I am and not who I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This nigga Miles, I won't even talk about it, but hero. Every, everybody was 14. Everybody, everybody was 14 at one yeah. point. Okay. We were all young. I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't you, go outside, but like. Do you get mad at the lion for doing lion shit? No, it's natural. It's, it's, it's just what God intended for it to do. So, like, yeah, you've been mad at a 14-year-old for doing 14-year-old shit? Yeah, just playing saying, my role for the, for the planet, man. I was saying something. Foul shit at fourteen, just foul. Like I, honestly, like if I spoke to my fourteen year old self, I'd probably beat the fuck out of him. Like, <laughs> you, like I'd be like, listen, little nigga, you saying some stupid ass shit right now. Look at who you, look at what you saying. Like objectively, you look dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, he's about to dip right now. Yeah. She's a little bit boozed up right now. Miss John, glad I can come and see and chill. Decided, honestly, yeah, this is a complete 180 for FML. Like, uh, us gaming, it just, like, brings out literally the worst of us. Yeah. But thank you for coming through. We appreciate it. Also, I've been catching your streams, too. I'm sorry I don't talk in the chat. But I've been seeing the face cam, seeing the grind. Keep it up. I enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you for coming through again. And, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Kayla. Yeah, thank you for pulling up. I already said when I was 14, I was something else. I think when we were all 14, we were all something else. I mean, like, come yeah. on. Uh, Khalil also said, I feel like he meets your lifelong friends in high school. 
Um, sometimes in college. Sometimes. Uh, it's yeah, a hit or miss with college, everything. Too. It's a hit or miss with everything. It, it's a really hit or miss. It, I think it comes. Yeah, it comes yeah. and goes. Like, again, it's like those opportunities, you know. I I can imagine people in in high school who have had like bad experiences with Shiv. Yeah. I can I can name a couple people who definitely don't fuck with anybody back in Westchester anymore. Yeah. Like I can name a couple people. Um, <laughs> matter of fact, matter of fact, uh, no. When we went out, we ran into our one of our friends or our floor mates from college. He was like, "Wow, like um, I'm surprised you guys all still hang out with each other." We we're like, "Yeah, who do you hang out with?" It's like nobody. Yeah. I left. And that's it. He doesn't like no, they does didn't not meet up with anybody him. from college. And that's because like. All right, that floor was was one hell of a floor for sure. I I really would have thought that like um, I would have more friends out of Samo than I did, but honestly, all my friends that I've had I've made before going to Samo, and then like afterwards. But that little like two years of like being in a completely different high school than like my best friends, I'm like, damn, I really didn't make new friends. Like I'm. Damn near like Ali, but I had like a group that I hung out with, but they weren't. They were my friends when I was there, mm-hmm. but every other time I'm talking to you guys. I'm like mm-hmm. in the group chat, like texting you guys, you know. Um, and then I'm like, wow, I really didn't take any any of my friendships outside of that. Maybe merge it in. Like that didn't happen. Um, I still chop it up when I still chop it up with them from like time to time. You know, give them a little like on Instagram and shit. But other than that, like. Yeah, you know, we'll always just say, have your circle and stick with it. We always say, like statistically speaking, like we shouldn't be here. Like I went yeah. to the same school as them for three months. I'm like, went three, three months, months, did right. bad, and then like we came back from winter break, and I'm like, yeah, guys, my last day. But we we spent so much time together. It was crazy. Like winter break was a movie, dude. Winter break was it was Minecraft and it was GTA because they had just dropped the heist, and just like any normal winter break high school schedule, we were on from like. 4 p.m. to like 6 a.m. in the morning, go to sleep, wake up at like 2 uh, 2 p.m. and then same shit again. Take a little break for lunch and for dinner, then back on the game every day. I mean, like you, like numbers-wise, like I probably spent more time talking to you guys than I would with like friends at school, because it was just dense. It would like in school, like I had like two types of friends. I had like my main friend group that I would kind of hang out with during lunch and after school, like normal shit. And then I had the friends that I would make like. While I was in my classes, I had this one friend named Emma, and she was someone I sat next to in my chem class. Funny as fuck. Like, Emma was super cool. And then after we didn't have class together, we didn't talk because I had my own individual friend group. She had her own individual friend group. Mm-hmm. But anytime I saw her, we stopped, chopped it up a bit, then kept going. But that was it. Like, we, I had, like, my little pockets of friendships. But then, like, at the end of the day, you know, come home, do whatever work you had the weekend, Discord or yeah, Google or Hangouts Google and Hangout. gaming for, like, yeah. 10 hours at a time. Cardi said you got a question for Shiv. What's your question? What's up, Cardi? When you gonna rub my fade on DBZ, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> I get the bathroom real quick. Yeah, go. Um, this is my intermission. Yeah, uh, Cardi, while you formulate your question, our next topic is something special. Oh, you gotta use the bathroom too, Shiv? Oh, no, I'm just reaching for that tray. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hush, Debbie. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, wait, is this actually bathroom grounds? No, I'm... On stream. Is it loud? Uh, that's what I was gonna. I was just gonna tell you. I was just gonna scrape up whatever I can find and roll something. Do you think? Cool. It's alright. Listen, the amount of times we smoked on stream, like. That's what I was worried about. I didn't want to get it. What yeah. Uh, no, nah, you're good. Uh, just um, when you put down the mic, put it away from Ren so it doesn't 
or you can put it um yeah on the table here i'll make some room here for you there you go put the legs out and stuff ready to get thank you big ryan i appreciate you big ryan just big ryan okay shit. how you doing big ryan we really haven't heard from you in a minute you know we've been we've been Oh, how have I been in general? Um, bad. Life is crazy, Cardi. I mean, <laughs> I really that's mean, a crazy vibe. I really uh, mean that's a heart. I mean, work has been just a, a roller coaster. It's, you know, I'm just in this phase in life, very observe, observe, observational. I mean, growing a lot more empathetic, a lot more kinder, getting a lot more perspective. Definitely wanting to care for a lot more for my circle and family. Um, that's why it's important to check in. It's always important to check in and at least just say what's up. Just say good morning, good afternoon, whatever. How's your week? Making sure you drink water. Like, I really want to get that. Because I was telling Miles the other, or earlier, like, it'll be those moments in the week where you just can't describe. Like, you just can't describe how just bad or busy or stressful or how down bad you might be, you know? And it's in those moments where sometimes I'll just take a pause and I'm like, dang, I wonder how, like, Babe's doing or, like, Renny. Because I be thinking of my friends when I'm down bad. Like, when I don't got nobody, I'm like, remember that funny shit so-and-so did? And then I'll just be laughing or I'm like, all right, so-and-so would probably be telling me to hype me up or, you know, something, like, generic that they would say, you know, kind of, like, shake it off, try to, like, pump myself back up. But, um, yeah, it's... Another thing I, I would put you on, Cardi. One of my boss slash mentors that from college told me, he said, a lot of colored men don't actually end up sticking together, nor do they actually check up on each other. And this guy, he's also a man of color. He's older. He's, he's been in the education game for a long time, you know. And one of his advice he told me was, you know, your net worth is your net worth. He's basically just telling me to whoever it is that you meet, you know, at your age, try to stick with them. Because it's going to be your generation or the generation that you belong in that's ultimately going to help you up. I mean, someone who's older can give you advice, but they don't know what you're going through. Someone who's younger, you know. I'm so sorry. Good. Someone who's younger, you know, may not be able to see the perspective that you're on. That's why it's always important to just say, what's up, you know. The person that you may not be so cool with as you think, you know, may end up being a great friend like years from now. Like me and Miles, I first heard Miles' voice when we were doing Paragon. He was an off lane with um Countess. Yeah. I think it was Fabian who was telling him to get back. And, you know, I was new to the game. I, I, was, I suck. I was support. I don't know how to play the game. I'm, I'm going to be real. But I just heard Fabian telling Miles, Miles, get back. Miles, why the fuck won't you get back? All I hear is Miles get, don't tell me what to do! And triple kill double. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this guy's like the greatest new I can't even tell you, man. This is what he's about. I kind of fuck with Miles. And then I I think I met him at like an OC fair for the first time for Faye's birthday. I think that's when we started to kick it. But, you know, it's just just like that. I mean, I only fucked with him through a video game. Now we kick it. (laughs) You know, like life life just has a lot of open doors. Mm -hmm. Cardi said, don't give up. Don't, don't give, give up, up though. You, you got, got this, this, and you, you got, got your boys, boys and me. Even even though I'm an hour away from you. Yeah. Yeah, Cardi, I really do hope you're doing. Cardi, I hope you're doing good, even in your most private moments, like that. You just achieving all your goals. I mean, you're younger than us. 
And I'm always thinking that I'm getting older, but every time I meet someone older, they still say I'm young. So I mean, you it's know, true. all to you is what. So oh, while shift hits that, that uh, it's gonna vibrate, and then that's how you know it'll be ready. It'll do like a little, bzz, bzz, mm-hmm. yeah. You just suck on it. There you go. Oh. So wait, what was the next topic? Uh, the next topic actually is Tyler Perry needs to stop. Oh, I'll start this one. Tyler Perry needs to stop. That's about it. This man, yeah. he is really. These movies are really dated. They can give you some more input as far as like. Actually, why don't you go ahead and start talking about your more recent? Yeah, experience. you saw the. The, the shit on Netflix yeah right? okay so if y'all don't know Tyler Perry had this like whole entire thing with Netflix so that he can release another movie and it's called Medea's Homecoming another Medea movie um and I think um I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you the plot before I tell you my thoughts so the plot is uh one of the main characters um is young he's graduating from college um he's coming home and he's coming with his best friend his roommate um and they came home to you know celebrate it celebrate the graduation and stuff at mindy's house everybody's coming together you know everybody's coming home and stuff so um yeah they're they're coming home to celebrate that everybody's coming home uh then we switch to like you know the family members like the aunties the uncles and and his mom uh, coming through, and there's some history with his mom and dad. Apparently, like in the previous movies, like um, they got divorced um, and all of that, so they're not on good terms at all. Like throughout the divorce process, the dad got everything, um, and she got nothing. So, but she, I think she got full custody of the kid. Wait, or or like most of the custody. So he took everything else, but left it the kid. Yeah. Um. So, uh, basically, the mom came through with the lawyer who helped with the case, right? The divorce case and everything. Um. Because for some reason they became really good friends. Um. Throughout that process. So they came through. Everybody's like, oh, damn, you looking good, blah, blah, blah. They're cracking jokes and stuff. Medea's smoking weed. The uh, Grandpa's smoking weed. It's funny and shit, you know. And then um, one of the bigger plot lines in this is that um, the kid who's graduating, he's actually gay. And he that's his big announcement besides, you know, like, you know, the graduation. He's like, damn, you know, like scared he's telling his roommate he's like i'm scared my family's really weird like i'm scared as hell to tell them this and um so they come home uh and they meet up with the family the roommate's like ah your family's not that bad and then he's like no my family's really bad Medea does some crazy shit and all of that um his his dad uh the kid his dad actually pulls up and everybody's like why the fuck is he here He's not supposed to be here. He don't care about his kid. And Medea pulls out a Glock and literally almost shoots this nigga. And then he's like, yo, you know what? I'm a fucking go. And he, you know, he goes. And then that's, you know, that. Um, his roommate's family also comes unexpectedly from, like, a different country. Because he's, like, Irish and other shit, too. He's mixed. So... His family comes in, and that's a whole entire other thing. But anyway, we're going to subdue that for now. The next day happens, and um, 
dude who's graduating says, um, you know, he announces it. He's like, everybody, I have a big announcement. I am gay. And then everybody's like, we already knew that. Like, we already knew you were gay. Yeah, we still love you. And then he was like, oh, that's great. That's great. And then <laughs> um, the, the dad and his roommate, his dad, is, his dad came back and everybody's on edge again. But like the dad and his roommate are having such weird conflicts because the roommate keeps calling him out. He's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. This, this, and that. Like talking hella shit to him. And then dad's like, who the fuck are you? Like, wh who is this guy? Like, why is he talking to me about my kid and all of this and like my life? Like, I don't know you, you know? And so uh, they get into like a little bit of a fight, but then somehow, some way, uh, he ends up announcing, well, I'm getting married. And then they're like, what? And then, no, that, yeah, his dad says, well, I'm getting married to someone. And then they're like, to who? And then they look at uh, the lawyer who helped with the divorce and he's getting married to her. Wait, what? Yeah. Didn't the mom come through with the... Exactly. They're best friends. So then the mom is like, you know what? Like, look, I don't care. But like, this is mainly about my son. Like, let's just make it about my son. It's my son's favorite. My, my son's day. Um, And so like, they kind of like ignore it for a little bit. But then Badia's like, yo, like if I was you, like I beat the fuck out of her. Like I beat up that bitch. And then, yeah. And... So she was like, yeah, yeah, I would, blah, blah, blah. Next day happens, um, and then some more shit happens. Crazy shit. So the whole time you're thinking that, you know, the kid who's graduating and his roommate are, like, together, right? They're not together. In fact, the craziest shit that happens through this movie is that that roommate who keeps beefing with his dad He's going out with his mom, and they've been going out for two years. Wait, the roommate. The roommate's been going out with his his, his friend's mom. His friend's mom. I fuck with the roommate. He's fucking the nigga's mom. He's fucking the nigga's mom for two years. What the? F what the? Wait. That's what? Star writing. <laughs> Bro, the, we might need the the, um, the amount of the it, it's gonna be ruined, but like the amount of twists. That that movie had was stupid. How long was the movie? It was like an it was like an hour and forty minutes. That's, That's a lot of shit. Movie. That's I, a lot of shit. I was that? thinking like maybe it'll be three hours. Like nah, nah. nah. I'm, I'm gonna watch. Quick. I'm gonna watch this movie and I'm gonna go ahead and update how I feel about Tyler Perry after the movie. Bruh, like, Can I separate the the, the homie from the movie? That's I fuck with the homie. Maybe not the movie, but the so homie. So the whole time shit. he's beefing with this man, this man's father. Like it's not, it's not even because of like. It's because he loves the mom, bruh. And he proposes in that moment. He gets down on one knee and he's like... To the mom? To the mom. In, in, after after in, they announce this in, to the family. In private or... No, in the, in the pump. So they're, no one they're in the knew, back. So no one knew Nobody that they knew. were together. Nobody and knew that they were together. he proposes to her in front of everyone? Yes. He had a ring on him? Yes. Oh, that was premeditated. That wasn't even in the moment. I'm going to be honest. Like if if I if I found out like one of my niggas was fucking with my mom like that like on some deep like emotional intimacy type shit, it's gonna be a murder. It's on site. That's fucked it's, up. It's it's the homie on, and the mom. The homie and the mom. Miles. 
Uh, it, says, sometimes I wish Moderate activated the infinite Tsukinomi so we can all just be happy. Honestly, Cardi, I fuck with that. Yeah. yeah. What, um, what y'all smoke? That's oregano, bro. Oregano. Um, I'm pizza in there. <laughs> um, Blaze Pizza. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's fucking his he's fucking his best friend's mom. So the so he was really sticking up for the moms instead of sticking up for the. Yep. And so the <laughs> he gets pissed like. We're going to call the main character Tim. Like, Tim gets pissed, goes to the basketball courts and stuff. He's, like, shooting the ball and shit, and he's, like, mad. And then his best friend comes up to him, and he's, like, bro, I love your ball. <laughs> and he's, like, he's, like, Tim is, like, so all those weekends you were going somewhere, you was fucking my ball. <laughs> and he was, like, he dead ass to his face yet. Yeah. <laughs> and... The funniest thing is, like, this dude, Tim, and his roommate would be talking about his mom more than uncomfortable amounts. Like, they would be talking about his mom. Like, if I was talking to Ren about his mom more often than, like, hey, how's your mom doing? Like, that's weird. Like, you know, that that's just Wait, big red flag. Was this nigga saying, like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking with this shawty, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nah, nah, he would actually be, like, talking about his mom with with Tim. But this nigga never knew. But he was like, asking, not to like, him. intimate details about, like, like, oh, how do you feel about this with your mom and shit like that? Or? Like, they, didn't, they didn't reveal, like, the conversation. But, how like, often do it I was talk r- to you about your mom? Never. It, like, it's, it's, a, it's a random question just to see how she's doing. But, like, yeah. Like, only if I ever visit my mom, I'll be like, I saw my mom. And then you say, how is she doing? But that's it. If I'm bringing up your mom every other day, like... That's... Yeah, that's... Big red like, flag. I, I, us just being friends, how often do we talk about each other's moms? <laughs> Almost yeah. never. It's Maybe very, once a month. <laughs> I, I, I have to bring up my mom first before you talk about her. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty much. Bruh. Nah, that's... That's uh, that's fucking crazy. It Tyler is. Perry. That that plot shit. that plot line, crazy. The movie seemed very, um, you know, A B C. You know, things happening. Yeah. Even even like oh, you know, his dad is with the lawyer chick. I was like oh okay, expected. Like okay, that's a good twist. But this twist was crazy. Like this man pulled out a bag of hats of tricks and shit and was like, I gotta find something that will really get these people woken up. And I was awake. I was like rolling at this and the funny thing is Medea comes out Medea first talks to uh Tim's mom and is like so you really love this dude and then she was like yes and <laughs> the thing is she wanted to say yes to the proposal but didn't she like said I'm sorry because so much shit had happened like she had found out like oh shit like my ex-husband is with my best friend who helped me with the divorce and then Medea rationalized it for her that duh like of course like your lawyer would who handled your divorce would also spend as much time with the person who you're divorcing from so it makes sense and can she be mad at her ex-husband for fucking her best friend if she was fucking her son's best friend did, did she like the rational the rational of this movie is just crazy and <laughs> i guess the biggest takeaway is so tim tim does his graduation speech um you know fast forward cuz like you know people go to sleep and stuff whatever um fast forward to graduation day tim does his speech cuz he's valedictorian so he goes up and he rips his original speech he rips it up 
and then he's like, you know what? I was gonna do a speech about how futures are bright or whatever, but I just found out my best friend's fucking my mom. <laughs> 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 and, and the thing is, that's crazy. Everybody in the background is straight face. I would, I would be like, what the fuck is going on? I would have, I would have cut the mic. I would have cut, cut the mic just like Drake. I would have cut that shit. Hell no. What? He was like, yeah, I just found out my best friend's fucking my mom. And I found out that my dad is also uh, fucking my mom's best friend. And, like, he was just going off, spilling all the beef. And everybody, like, his family was, like, in the stands. And Medea was like, I don't know why he's saying that. Like, that shit's supposed to stay in the house. Like, don't don't say that out. Like, like that's a number one rule. Like, if you come from any, like... um you know, POC family, like, you already know, like, whatever happens in the house stays in the house. You're not supposed to tell other people your family's business. Like, it's very much, like, within within the family, it stays within the family. But this man literally broke the number one rule, the, the ultimate rule of, like, just spilling the whole entire fucking beans, especially in front of a graduation. <laughs> Like, niggas are thinking, like, oh, I'm going to college. But this nigga really said, so my best friend fucking my mom. That's that's crazy. And his takeaway was, you know what? It don't matter. Uh, people deserve to be happy. And I don't think my mom sacrificed too much for me. And you know what? Fuck it. Like, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. And that was his big takeaway. And <laughs> his bad. best friend proposed again. His mom said yes. And <sighs> that... He a better man than me. He a better nigga than me. I, <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I just okay. What would you rate it out of ten? It's it's a six. It's like a six or or seven. Like the only crazy shit that happened was that plot line, and that plot line happens in the last forty minutes of the movie. The first hour is regular. It's it's very very cookie cutter. Like if you've seen a Medea movie, you've already seen this movie. Mm-hmm. The only interesting part is this last forty minutes and how it handles it, and it handles it terribly. <laughs> like not not realistically. Like, like niggas just aren't in real. Re- real realistically, world. like I would have thrown hands, so much hands at yeah. like everybody. That, that nigga's a better person than me, bro. I so, don't know how I would have. Nah, hell no, bro. That's insane. So as far as Tyler my Perry needs to stop about Tyler Perry, there's gonna be two things. One, too many Medea movies. So after a while, you can only do so much with it. So I think just the whole Medea franchise or storyline, I think, is a little bit washed. It's the same people doing the same thing. Now, like when Medea do something, it's like. We knew that it's Medea. We've seen her do this twenty times already. So the twenty first time is not gonna be any better than after the second. You gotta hang up the you gotta retire Medea. You gotta let it go. You can still direct, you can still do your movies, but I think there's too many other things to talk about. At this point, I think Tyler Perry just like dressing up as Medea. <laughs> this gotta be like some kind of sick fucking No, they they hooked him up to a lie detector test and asked them, Do you uh tend to do the Medea um by yourself? And then he's like, No. And then it popped off, and then he was like, "Yeah, yes." <laughs> like he's just pretending to be Medea by himself. Yeah, I fucking bet. <laughs> yeah, he he definitely walks around his home like acting like Medea. Oh, so that was just like an alter ego. It's like a whole separate. I, that's I, that's schizophrenia. That's borderline. Like that's, he's almost a whole other person in there. Yeah, but I mean, my my second thing with Tyler Perry, I think um, 
is his portrayal of I think like black families. I think before with his first couple of movies, I think one of his more iconic ones was um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Oh yeah. And I think another one was um, Family Reunion. Um, those two I think are the two that I always pretty much hear about and talk about. And I think during that time, it was really interesting. I think it was a really good idea as far as like portraying like how black families aren't necessarily like the, the healthiest and there's a lot of internal issues that we have to deal with. And obviously it wasn't um, portrayed in media very accurately. So that accurate portrayal of black families and black struggles was really nice to see because I think it kind of gave black families something to relate to on a bigger screen. You know, like we say, this is black people living black lives, very similar to how I may be living. And I can see the conflict and the resolution behind it. Sometimes you always don't see the resolution in our personal lives. So going to that movie, excuse me, um, it kind of helps us give a better idea of like, okay, maybe we can handle things like this or just seeing that portrayal. It's a representation. Right. But I think that whole idea now is a little bit washed because that's not all of black families are anymore. I think like more about um, Jordan Peele mm-hmm. and when he did um, Us. He was, I remember in an interview, he was talking about like, wanting to do more movies with more black characters um they were asking like um is there a reason why you like specifically do black people or things like that he's like this is just a regular movie with a regular family Mm. and just like this crazy situation and we've seen enough movies with happy white families like can we see something else can we just see a black happy family he he had a black family on that movie and nothing about the story had to deal with their race. It was just a family. They were just a family. I think that when like we start to put like with society to start putting like certain labels like on it. Like when we talked about with our, our friend Noah, he um, graduated chem major. He's like has a really he's like literally a scientist. But no matter how well he does, he's always gonna have a label of a black scientist. Like because he's just black, and so now it's just another label that we put on him, or not we, but like society will put on him. Like a white scientist is not a white scientist. It's just a scientist. They're just their profession, and that's it. So when we look at these movies, it's like we don't want to look at a Tyler Perry movie and be like, "Oh, this is a black family dealing with black issues." And like that. Well, sometimes it'll be nice just to see a black family do regular shit because in life, there's a lot of black families who are just doing regular shit. Yeah, so, honestly, like the the I feel like sometimes before it was good for representation. But the shit is like, it's it's to a certain point it becomes like we're creating a new stereotype. Yeah, like we're we're more than that now. Yeah. When Tyler Perry only makes movies that portray that side of black lives, and I feel like that's all we are. I think like what you said with um, Jordan Peele, when he uses the black characters, he he isn't saying like, oh, this is a like, this is different because they're black. He's they're the relatively the same. They're no different from a white character, except a lot of the decisions they make are informed by being black. Like when, when um, and and fucking get out when he saw Darius or like the nigga that plays Darius in Atlanta, um, and he was like, "That's a nigga." I'm like, "These white people kind of crazy." And like they they really doing some foul. Like they they're doing some weird shit. And then he was like, "Brother, I don't know what you're talking about." And he's like, "Okay." That's not a nigga. Like, that's, <laughs> there's something weird about, like, don't y'all know this nigga? And then, like, there's, there are, like, the micro things that we're picking up now mm-hmm. as black men. Like, you can kind of, we all share the same experience as black men and men of color. Like, yeah. 
that inform the decisions that we make for certain things. Like when a nigga looks at me and we're in a crowd of white people, I'm looking for the niggas because them, those are the niggas that will move the same time I move. And I'm like, all right, I got my people. Mm-hmm. Like if something happens, I'm gonna look for them to see what they're doing. Uh, because I don't know. I don't know how to anticipate these white niggas. Like they're kind of crazy. <laughs> like anything could happen, but it's informed by a black cultural experience. But the, what Tyler Perry does or Tyler Perry, what he does, it really tokenizes that experience. And now people are like, oh, you guys are black, so you guys are this, oh, not like it just yeah. it makes it into a whole new stereotype. There is, um, so I watched a show uh, called Dear White People um, on Netflix. It's a good, it's a good show um, in a general sense. Um, but they had a parody of um, Medea movies, and it was um, some like Uncle Tom type thing where it was like, heavily stereotyped and like people um would watch it because it was just like very slapstick like oh you know black people making jokes like how black people would you know Mm -hmm. um and that's definitely how tyler perry movies feel like they're a parody of black culture uh taking only like um the stuff that white people would know really about black culture um and just like rolling with that shit like it's it's definitely not i in in all honesty the there was no real funny parts to that movie i would say like 10 or 15 percent of the jokes hit for me it feels like i wasn't even laughing that hard i would be like a chuckle yeah yeah It, it feels like black movies for white people yeah like i'd be very worried Mm -hmm. like i'd be very worried if some white person came up to me and was like oh yeah like i watch a lot of black uh films or stuff like that and they mentioned medea or like tyler perry i'd be like i know about black culture i just saw the new medea movie (laughs) like yikes right now for me i'm at a point where i'd rather watch like a jordan Jordan uh, peele Peele black movie than a tyler perry black movie it's like it's like when um when people say I watch a lot of I watch Tyler Perry movies as a white person, it's all I give them the same reaction if they say I really like the Boondocks. Like I'm like, you think the Boondocks is funny? What you what you laughing at? <laughs> like what what you say, what you laughing at? Say a joke. Say the say the last thing you just laughed at. What was so funny about that episode? <laughs> like what was really like? Come on, <laughs> like that shit's crazy. Uh, can you pass the ashtray? Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. This, oh, I got you. I was letting this like oh. I'm about to die. Fave. <laughs> this nigga hiked up his fucking. <laughs> um, I guess we can move don't, on to the. Don't get up again. You, you're done. <laughs> you're done. You don't get to get up again. Chat. I know you like that. They don't. Okay. Um, so on a an entirely different note. Yeah. Probably different note. How's your How's your laptop? So I, for the, for the chat, knowing I did uh, come to LA without a a PC. I don't have a PC here. Hold up, ambulance! Somebody called ambulance. Damn ambulance! Um, yeah, I came to LA without a PC, uh, and I really needed. <laughs> We have no 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, so yeah. you can Yeah, so like, anyway, I needed I needed some to play games. I don't have any any other thing to play games with. Um so I did a bunch of research. Miles was like, you should create a new setup here and then I was like looking at the logistics. I was like, damn. And then, I mean like building a whole entire new PC. I was like, should I really do it? Um I do come to LA often enough, but I also travel to other places too for work related reasons or anything else that may happen um within my career. Um, and sometimes those journeys um, are long and I have nothing to do uh, besides just watch TV. And sometimes uh, I'm trying to play with y'all, really. So I decided to invest in a gaming laptop. And if you are a person thinking about building a PC and you think it's too hard, either because the graphics cards are too expensive or whatever is too expensive, I'm going to say right now, if you got the money to invest in one, the gaming laptop is a worthwhile investment for the games that are out right now. Like if you play Valorant or Apex or like Call of Duty, even Call of Duty, bro. Like, come on, what like that game. That game. I get two two hundred plus. How does it compare to the Steam Deck? So I I'm also gonna order the Steam Deck as well. Cap, Nori, I got you in a second here mini jet engine you're right i'm gonna I'm 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 go through the cons right now but oren oren said a good point um you but anyway compared board. compared to the steam deck you are not going to be able to play cod warzone on the steam deck i'm gonna just say that right now you're not going to be able to play like um a lot of big triple a open world games call of duty it's minecraft call of duty minecraft <laughs> yeah um i think the steam deck is a really good medium place for kids and, or teenagers. When when I first saw the Steam Deck and I like saw it, the first thing I thought of was, wow, if I had a kid who was like 15, like around 14, yeah. 15, who wanted to play PC games, yep. I'm going to buy them the Steam, the Steam Deck. Castle Crashers. Like, yeah. yeah. Some, you can play Elden Ring on that shit. But like, if, I have a, if I'm an adult, if I'm a parent with my own PC at home, I'm most likely like going to let them kind of have that separate account or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I wouldn't want to invest that much money into someone who may be just going through a phase of gaming. So I would much rather just do the Steam Deck for a more temporary kind of thing. Exactly. Um, so the cons. The cons of this laptop. Yes. This shit is a jet engine. This shit sounds like your PS4 trying to get air. Um, so I actually ran into an issue the other day. Um, I thermal throttled my shit. Like I was playing with Vish. I was playing some Apex. But I, was, I didn't give this shit enough air um, underneath to suck more air, like cool air in. So I ended up, like, this shit ended up just turning off. And when I turned it on, it completely disabled the GPU. It was only running on the CPU. Jesus. So it went so into survival mode. I had to let it cool down. I let it cool down completely. Like, oh, I put it on stilts. So I had, like, two decks. <laughs> I had two magic deck boxes, and I put it on stilts. So it's, like, elevated off the ground. But I do realize that you know in, in the long term yes like you're going to be limited because the form factor is small but in the short term if you are thinking like three years um you know something short term really short term i'd say three years max like a console life cycle kind of short term a gaming laptop is actually a really good alternative for people who want to get into pc gaming but don't have the money or the like know how of like wanting to do all of like 
ah, oh, damn, I got to build it. But if I pay someone to build it, it's going to be like 1600 1700 mm-hmm. Bro, you can get, I got this for 13 uh 1300 and this runs everything that i like um at 1080p the screen is 240 hertz i think it's a really good deal with some compromises at the end of the day but if you're willing to go through those compromises then you're set it's it's like um you have to really take into account the use case Mm -hmm. because i know oh shit (laughs) i know um fave travels you know, maybe a week at a time, maybe two weeks at a time. Outside of this specific instance of him visiting LA for a month, like he's not going to be using it for strict gaming um, outside of that week of travel. So, realistically speaking, it it lasts. It is doing pretty good off of like the two weeks that he's been here using the fuck out of that shit. Like, I, I it makes I, I'm surprised it hasn't like thermal throttled sooner. Mm. Especially yeah. like with all the shit that you've been running, Warzone will fuck up my PC, and my PC is a beast, uh, minus the CPU. Uh, so that shit running Warzone at 240, like that's kind of that's pretty impressive to me. Honestly, I don't even want to use Warzone as a as a benchmark because yeah, I think every person that I've seen stream Warzone at some point it has crashed their entire stream. Yeah. So like Warzone isn't even like a good place because it doesn't matter what you have, you can have a tank, it'll still fuck your shit up at yeah. least once. If your if your shit will if your shit runs after playing Warzone like extensively, then you kind of have a, a that, fucking good ass. Yeah. That's a workhorse of a PC right there. Like, yeah. Fuck me, my Warzone damn near breaks my shit. I think when my PC went through that whole shit was when um, Warzone had a really big update. It was when Rook had that shit where it wasn't Krampus launching. Update. That mm-hmm. yeah, shit was stupid. The Krampus update broke my whole fucking PC. It, it was during that very first dev error issue. It was so bad. My PC wasn't turning on because of the Krampus update. Oh, I had to take my shit to a micro center. It, it really broke my shit. And the fact that that shit can turn on and still run afterwards, <laughs> like, I'm impressed. Like, goddamn. Yeah, so... I it gives me numbers of the games I played, so let me um, pull that up. So I was when we played Rainbow the other day, I was getting two twelve. Okay. And then Elden Ring, I play often, I get fifty one average. But you know, but look, think about the 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 rendering though. Like the rendering in an Elden Ring is a lot more than the rendering in in Rainbow. You're not looking more than down a hallway. Yeah. So true. like certain games are going to perform significantly better than others. But Rainbow uses a lot of CPU. Yeah, so more, yeah. That's where the trade-off is, but it handles both well. Apex got 109 average, and that was at, like, you know, medium settings. I can turn it to high, but it's like, there's no use, really, sometimes when you're trying to be competitive. In some in some cases, I think you've already gone too far into your process. Just just send it. Just send it. You'll 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 benefit because if something fucks up, like if something fucks up in my shit, I have to buy a whole new laptop. If I drop some water on this bitch, that's it. That's it. If I let this keep thermal throttling, like I'm not gonna be the one to replace the thermal paste and all of that. You have the power in modularization and being able to control exactly where you're spending your money so my opinion on gaming laptops is that i don't like them 
Mm. I think for the price, I remember when I was first looking up PCs or PC builds, I was looking up, like my budget wasn't big when I first thought about it. So I remember seeing videos talking about like best $700 uh, setup, best $800 setup, like, like really like smaller numbers, but the fact that it was still doable, they'd be like for 800 bucks, you can run Warzone at this. Mm. I'm like, shit, that's all I really need. You know, so I think you get more flexibility and like you get to choose where you want to cut corners if you want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that a gaming laptop only makes sense if you're playing in more than two locations. If you're going to be playing games in three or more locations, then I don't think it's worth it. Because if, if Fable's just going to L.A., then, yeah. then it would make sense for him to make a second setup. Yeah, because like I think for $1,200, $1,300, I think you can still get a pretty good build. You may not be able to like stream on it necessarily. You may not be getting 500 frames, but it's going to run whatever yep. game you want to play mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And if you're going back and forth between two places, if Fable's only coming between Texas and L.A., that's why I said just build a second setup in L.A. And the moment he said, well, I'll be going to Chicago, I'll be going to a lot of different places, I'm like, damn, okay, get the PC or get the, the laptop. Another thing I realized that soon after I got this and um, when we go into the new topic, both of the laptops I own are work laptops. So when I'm done, I have to return them. And I have no laptop. I own no personal laptop. Well, but so, again, how often yeah. do you use a laptop outside of work? Um, like, if you're going to go somewhere, like, to work somewhere else, which I probably will do, like, mobility is, like, definitely something I value with for work. I don't work on, like, I don't like working on, like, PCs. But, how like, for outside of work, for personal reasons. For personal reasons. You, say, let's, you said that if you finish work, you have to return your laptops. Yeah. How often do you use a laptop outside of work? For work? Outside of work. Um, not often at all. So if you were to have to return those two laptops mm -hmm. once work is done, then... I'm losing out on anything, yeah. Yeah, so my, my justification is that this will also work as a very good alternative for, like, um, work reasons, too. Like... If they said, sorry, we can't provide you this hardware yet, but I still need to get started on something, I have this. Oh. I'm not going to use a, a... No, 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 no. If they can't provide you the resources, you're not doing the job, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> if they said, we can't give you a lot of time to do this, don't worry, boss. I can do it for you right now, boss. No. Oh, my gosh. No. Cardi said, hey, Debbie, I have a question. And I have it. I have to return it. Wait, what? Uh, what's your question? About, he's talking about what you say. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Nah, but I mean, I definitely, um, I've always had a laptop for for like just anything that I do in terms of development. Um, it just is more convenient for for that sense, like being able to move with information and all that, like coding stuff, especially like. If I pull up at, at, at some place and they say, we need to see what you do or how you do it. What's up, Chucky? What's Thank Chucky? you so much for pulling through. Chucky T. I'm going to pull through with the laptop. Um, I can't. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. It, it takes your workflow. They're like, hey, yeah, yeah it, it takes the workflow to a different. Same reason why you got the iPad. Like, you yeah. know, you, you're not going to. You're not going to pull up to class. With the, you're going to be like, all right, hold up, hold up. Sets up the. I gotta put my shit up behind the teacher desk. I'm like, hey, yo, bro, I need, hey, uh, I need the outlet. Uh, <laughs> this gigabyte, gigabyte internet. Oh, all right, all right. I did that to make sure. But fuck, I forgot. Wait, hold on. All right, whenever you get the question, just throw it in the chat. But 
yeah, that's a yeah. For me, get the laptop if you're gaming in more than two locations. Yeah. And as far as, ta- as far as talking about the nuances of having to build and knowing the knowledge as far as getting a mm-hmm. PC, um, one COVID did really put a huge like a huge damper on the GPU production and availability. So yeah. this was very like very situational. And hopefully it gets better as like kind of production starts popping back up again. I know towards the end of this year, we're supposed to be start hearing some more stuff about the 40 series. Mm. And hopefully by the time that they uh, release those, production should be a little bit back to normal as far as people coming back into work and kind of doing things again. But um, but even now, like there's a lot of people who are kind of like building PCs um, to help people outside of like business. Like for example, like, recently nzxt started their own like build kind of like thing where you can go ahead and they have like three levels of pc um specs that you can choose from there's micro center who does like like nzxt specifically computer components like they have their own brand stuff they have their own brand cases they have their own brand gpus or not gpus um motherboards they have motherboards aios they have a lot of accessories so they only have to outsource maybe like two three things maybe but um but even like micro center where they're com- like specifically like computer pc services um as well as like uh what's the word uh not dispensaries but like place where they sell um the product retail, the retail yeah. they will go and you can like go through their website go through their part builder and you can pick every single part that you want that they have in stock and then they'll build it for you of course with a fee but you might even know a friend like faden has been building pcs for people for free you know, my cousin, Kat, she went ahead, sent him the money for only the parts, and then he built it. So she didn't have any knowledge about how to build it. She didn't know what to do, where to start. But she yeah. also got it done. Which, by the way, if you're looking two to days. get your PC built, there's a little mini literally, plug in there. Literally <laughs> built it in two days. Cat, Cat can vouch. Zero built it in two days. Fee. Zero service fee. I'm doing it for clout. If you want some extra custom, I've been, I've been looking for, like, trying to do extra custom shit. Like, some crazy stuff, like crazy cases and stuff like that like unique stuff um but i'm also down for doing some like you know bare bones straightforward i just want a pc that works and turns on like i'm good with that too. Said shit look like he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's ascended <laughs> he's, he, he's ascended right now but um uh cardi's asking uh what do you do for work again and how'd you get it uh yeah so what i do for work is i basically talk to the computer and i tell the computer to do something and then the computer do it and then sometimes it causes issues so i gotta tell the computer to fix it how you tell the the computer to do that is it Um, is it in english or is it in (laughs) sean Uh, oh um yes it, it is in english um yeah so i'm a software engineer technically my title um so I program for the most part all day. That's uh, about 80% of my job, actually. 80% of my job is programming. The other 20% is meetings or trying to solve shit. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, and how'd I get it? Um, nepotism. Nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> my mama, my, 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 my boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, uh, in college, I, I was super lucky. Uh, like right place right time type shit um the person who used to ta me um got me the internship at the company that um i ended up getting hired for and the the rest is history from there like literally rest is history shit you want some water 
<laughs> my nigga faded. <laughs> <laughs> my nigga's moving at bullet time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. We got, we got my nigga's running high. on. <laughs> <laughs> running on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far as like the 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 PC stuff, I mean, like. Go and look for resources. There's a lot of people that are willing to help you. Um, there's people who are gonna willing to kind of like. I do. Ever since I got into PC stuff, like <laughs> I love PC stuff. Some of business shit. Some of my nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> need to hey, make sure make sure y'all donate. <laughs> we got the new fund. FML HR. <laughs> FML HR has clocked off. Once my nigga is out for the weekend. My weekend warrior. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna uh we're gonna segue into a new topic. New topic. Um I wanna talk about the gym. Yo, you wanna talk yeah, I yeah. wanna talk about the gym. How how have we been what's our goal? I wanna start with you, Miles. Like, what's our goals with the gym? Like, what are we doing? Like, what's the plan? Like I, I've been seeing you grinding at the gym every fucking day. My nigga's going in. So, um, today I was supposed to go, but honestly, I use it as an act, like a real, not even like a an excuse. Rest day, like right now, my body hurts. Like everything hurts. Um, but I have two goals. My one long-term goal is to get into the season of MTV's The Challenge. If this gets out, make sure y'all clip this, share this, tag MTV. Clip it. I'm coming for y'all motherfuckers. Be ready. I'm coming there. And I'm winning. We That's win. it. I'm gonna be the next killer cam. Best My believe. <laughs> but on, on a on a on an even I think like longer term goal, it's it's my I think like for me my one like inside joke for me um, I really want to contribute to is like I want to be super fit, super lean, but just wear like triple XL everything. Like motherfuckers would never see me. Like it's just gonna be like not something that, like no one really knows about. And then one day I'm gonna be outside the beach, take the shirt off, and just be like, you look like that underneath that. I'm like, yeah, this whole time, but like, just a fucking Greek god. And just throw yeah. on the hoodie though, and then nobody can see me. So I think it'd be pretty funny. Ninja Warrior training yeah. for oh, for real. But um, yeah, order yeah, yeah. pizza to us or to you? I'll drop the Addy in the chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember seeing like there was this. One, I was watching Hunter Hunter, and it was the clip when Gone went through the transformation. Dude had the the crop top shirt and the in the, the the green shorts, just looking at his hand. I'm like, that. That's what I'm trying to look like. I'm trying to look like a whole ass anime. Or yeah. more recently, um, Future Trunks from Dragon Ball Z, the the big ass baggy black uh, pants and the black tank top. Like, I know. Yep. It's it's a fit. It's, it's a definitely fit. a fit. So, I I'm doing this more for like uh, as kind of like an inside joke, but it it takes a lot of work for me. It's the weight gain. I God damn having to get. For me, getting weight's always been a struggle. So, like, I just have to literally eat and lift as heavy as possible. So, every time I go to the gym, it's just PR day. That's it. Every time I go to the gym, I'm just trying to lift more and more weights than I did before. So, what's, what's the meal plan look like? The meal plan, I one of my meals a day is my protein shake, which is it's about 2,000 calories. That, that one protein wow. shake alone is 2K calories. And then I try to wow. eat at least... Wait, Two how much times. protein is in the shake? It's about like I think seventy-four grams of protein. Actually, no, wow. that is really. Do you funny, huh? do you um do you eat a lot of fiber to offset that? I have to. That's I'm only I'll get a heat, but I'm gonna get nice heat. I don't be having to lie, guys. 
But like, are you eating like wheat, um, like granola? Like, do you do you get that in? That's a big ass fucking bag. That's. This is fifteen thirty, and we're looking at. Protein, 74 grams. So, so wait. Wow. And if you're fucking. Yeah, y'all see this? If, if, so each time you drink the smoothie, is it like one serving of smoothie a day? And that's the 2,000 calories? Or are you having multiple that's servings of smoothie? Crazy. That. And are you taking the two wild. servings per day? Like. Let me let me just let y'all know, chat. The average or like the national like average for um, you know, an adult is supposed to be I think what twenty five hundred what a day or is it yeah for to be a health to be a healthy adult you have to have twenty five hundred calories oh, a day. Oh, so I actually learned that that's cap. Is that really cap? The the daily. So you know how on the back of every nutrition label that you see it says like it says all the calories and all the information it says based off of a two thousand calorie diet. Yeah. Um. Or daily uh, intake. Yeah. That. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. I found this out in my nutrition class in college. Okay. That number was based off of a teenage boy going through puberty. What? That's what that That's number dirty. was originally based off of, and it's wow. been like that ever since. Wow. Since when? Like since what year? I don't know. I don't know when, but so wow. that twenty five hundred is off of like a fucking fourteen year old T- teenage boy. What? That makes honestly that makes a lot of sense. How much? Like, I think I think we need to know like the the figures of how much calories you lose just being awake, like just you, just doing like being a human. Right? You actually burn, I think, about like a thousand calories just off of daily functions, like digesting, like all this shit that your body does internally is burning, I think about like 800 to 1,000 calories. I think, that number I don't remember. That's a variable mm-hmm. though, because niggas have uh, faster or slower metabolism. Yeah, exactly. slower so metabolism. So when it comes to like wow. calories, it's extremely like subjective to the, who the person is. You can't just, you can't put that 2,000 calorie label mm-hmm. and make it fit for everybody. It doesn't I, make any sense. I yeah. think that's um, based off of like, that's the daily maintenance because um, for, for my workouts or from like how I diet, I just stick to a calorie deficit. I don't really count macros or micros or anything like that. Um, but I also know that my daily maintenance, just to offset my metabolism, is 1,800 calories a day. And so if I'm coming in under 1,800 or if I'm meeting that 1,800, I'm not going to gain any weight past like what my normal metabolism will burn. Yeah. For me to gain weight and to see it, I have to eat about three thousand a day. That's interesting. So, wow. and I I don't eat like my biggest thing growing yeah, up was like eat. only eating maybe once a day. So if I drink that protein shake, that puts me at two thousand. So yeah. all I have to do is just get to one meal, mm-hmm. and that's it. Nah, but the um what my trainer has taught me is like meals are subjective. So like things things that seem little to us um could be a meal like. He was like, yeah, just have yogurt, granola, and maybe a banana in the morning. That's a meal. Hmm. Um, you having that protein shake is a meal. That That is your meal. Um, so, like, even many things that we think, like, aren't meals, like having a granola uh, in between, like, lunch and breakfast, like, if you need that extra hmm. bump, that's a, that's a meal. A healthy diet, you're supposed to be eating, like, seven times a day. Yep. And it's all those little small snacks in between every meal. Yeah, but like doing a continuous wave of eating, like junk food wise, that's bad. Like, mm-hmm. um, 
because like you're just building up on so many calories in those in-between moments rather than building up on the necessary things you need for like digestion like you need your fiber you need like the protein Mm -hmm. you Uh, need like the shit that will actually help like you move along your the the one thing i don't really like is when people reference diets as like a temporary thing a diet is like is how you eat a diet is just how you eat period so when people say like i'm gonna i'm gonna go on a keto diet that keto (laughs) diet is very like Yo, Chucky. <laughs> Yo, grab the mic, shit. Grab oh, the mic. Man, what the fuck? Go ahead, Let's name drop everybody who be coming at my throat right now. I'm mad chill. Checky T. Checky T, what, bro? Like, damn. <laughs> Cardi, what the fuck? We was just, like, bullying it in chat. I gave you, like, advice for my... Man. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have said you, that. You, you've been you've been gymming. You've been let's hear it from you. Uh, so I just been struggling to go back to the gym past year. Honestly, I used to do it a lot um, before a year ago, just because I had time for it. Um, but I I've gotten used to it. Like I just like the different routines. My history with it was that I was just always scrawny. Starting of high school, I would fluctuate around one hundred pounds end of high school i was fluctuating around 115 120 and then out of college i was fluctuating now around 180 um the first few years i was like really struggling to get into the gym i was always like very insecure about it but eventually it just kept going after a long time definitely going with a friend helps because he had already been going to the gym and we would talk about memes and anime who would like hype me up (laughs) it was awesome um my biggest problem was eating i just like miles like i only we only ate when you had to like if you were hungry and if what it was it was like a microwavable pizza like it nothing we ate was nutritious at all um also different food culture which you'll like realize as you get older i guess um one like thing i had to get used to as well was because i had to eat more meals in a day that meant I had to be up earlier because in order to pace myself three or four hours, I would need more time in the day to be awake. Mm. So then that would require me to wake up at six and go to bed on time at 10. That way I can, you know, plan all the different snacks. Like Fabe was saying, the different meals, because he's right. Like if you have like a strong Greek yogurt, that shit got like 12 grams of protein and like a protein bar. That's technically like two, like half meals or whatever. Each one got like 20 grams of protein. You know, that's, you got to pace yourself. I've been sleeping and, on yogurt protein. Yeah, and it it ultimately becomes a lifestyle because you have to live that shit, even if you even on your bad days. Your diet yeah. is very much based off of your lifestyle. Cause like in the, in the mornings, I work six a.m. to two p.m. I'm not waking up before work to eat breakfast. I, this is not gonna happen. And then I don't take my break until about eleven o'clock. So that's lunch. Like I I didn't know like the the time frames for eating. Until maybe like until my nutrition class. Before growing up, all of high school, I ate dinner. Only ate dinner, and that was at ten o'clock at night. Yeah. I didn't know pe- like dinner started at six o'clock. I thought dinner time was nine. I'm like, I remember when we moved in with Brooke, and she was like, "Oh, it's time to eat dinner." I'm like, cool. We're gonna probably cook around maybe like eight or nine. Like, that's late. I'm like, that's early. What are you talking about? It used, used to be ten. Yeah. But people eat early. I found out that like lunch is. I thought lunch was two o'clock. Lunch is eleven. Yeah, lunch yeah. is like right before I, noon. I learned the times based off of college because I was the same way. But then when they released the schedule for when the um, cafeteria was opening up, 
and the times that you could go, you know, I was like, damn, what the fuck? It's eight, it's like 6 a.m. I got to make it to the, I got to make it to the, the cafeteria at 6 a.m. to get breakfast. I was like, fuck, man, I'm not eating breakfast, nigga. I'll get some that lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cardi, the shift meant cool and bad. You know, you know, you know what this man meant. Um, um. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I'm I'm just now realizing that earlier this week, it was like Tuesday when I told I told Fabe, I didn't I didn't really eat today. I only ate like two like two crunch bars. They're like. The, the little Halloween this nigga, size. This nigga said, I had a Halloween crunch bar. I was, <laughs> I was like, you had a what? And, and then and then Fabe was like, I was like, yeah, but it's all right. I didn't really get that many calories from it. I'm chilling. Like, And then Fabe was like, where's your protein, bro? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about protein, nigga. I'm not, I'm not trying to build muscle or get protein from my food. I'm just trying to make sure I eat while staying under my calories. I didn't realize that this nigga was talking about me getting a genuine balanced meal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about protein. I'm just trying to make sure I eat and I don't get as much calories. That's it. That's all just I care buy, about. Buy a box of Nature Valleys or something. No, because people are like, people correlate like uh, protein with like muscle mass, but like, mm-hmm. nigga, your body go through protein synthesis. Like, it takes protein <laughs> and turns it into like chemical bonds and shit for like bodily processes. Like, yeah, yeah internally you need the protein chemical chains. Yeah. Niggas are like, oh, well, muscle, bro. Like, if you don't get some fucking... But that's... It kind of just shows, like, I look at food a different way than, Mm. like, Fabe would look at food or the way you would look at food or Shiv would look at food. Like, you know, a nigga used to be a big nigga. Like, (laughs) when I I think of food, I only think of just purely intake and then what the... What, like, how I'm going to feel or, like, am I going to be satisfied off of this? Mm. And so when I look at, like... Um, all right, I need a diet or I need to adjust my diet. Um, I'm like, I eat this much, so I'm going to eat less of it, um, regardless of if I'm getting a balanced meal or not. I used to eat like fucking two two ramen packs for dinner, two top ramens. Damn. And I'm like, all right. That's a lot of sodium. I need to eat less. So at the end of the day, like I'm still, relatively speaking, I don't eat healthy, but I eat less. But and so the amount of unhealthy shit I'm intaking is a lot less. But you, you've also done a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Like recently, like in my classes, we talk about um, environmental reevaluation. So it's like when we talk about behavior change, everything's like very long term. There's a lot of confounding variables. And one of the things that we talk about as far as self-efficacy about what you do for yourself and how you hold yourself accountable is environmental reevaluation, where you look at the things around you um, that influence you. So it's like if someone says, like, I don't really work out. It's like, okay, you ask them, do you have a lot of friends that work out? And they say, none of my friends work out. Mm. Then that's going to contribute you to not working out. On a different level, we talk about, like, do you eat a lot of ramen now? When was the last time you bought ramen and kept it in the house? There's never ramen in the house anymore. You stopped buying it, so now it's not really an option anymore. So when you're surrounding yourself with, like, healthier foods and more balanced options, that's what your diet's going to turn into mm. because of what you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah. Wait, Cardi, crypt- are y'all niggas fighting in the chat? <laughs> these niggas are going back and forth what with the these emotes. What are these, bro? Oh my god. Get- Cardi, get off my nigga Cryptic's head. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't mediate beef. Oh my god, but um, <laughs> I was gonna say to Shiv like um, 
Um, one thing that like I've been realizing about like my food when I when I switched up like how I was eating, um, I was uh, I realized that things can feel heavier on me after after you eat and um, that happens a lot to me, especially when I eat Chick Fil A. Like when I when I went off my Chick Fil A uh, binge uh, when I got to Texas, like for like a month, I I stopped eating it consistently, and then I had it, and bruh, I felt I would feel heavy. Like, I'd feel like, damn, I need to take a nap, bro. Like, niggas is, like, slumped right now. Yeah, one of the things about, like, eating, like, healthy food is that it just it's just more dense. Like, if you had brown rice with just, like, some chopped salad and maybe just, like, a baked chicken breast, it's going to fill you up really fast. And it'll give you maybe, like, arguably because it's so healthy, like, under 500 calories but a lot of protein from the chicken breast. But, you know, if you eat, like, a Chick-fil-A sandwich, that's just very high sodium, which is also going to kind of, like, throw off your balance as to how you digest. But it's just going to, like, that bread is, like, super easy to digest. It's, like, just quick, quick, like, simple carbs is what it is, basically. Um, It's going to affect you differently, yeah. What I've noticed is that, like, I... I, I've often, like, find myself being in a in a challenge of, like, how do I mitigate how much I'm about to eat right now? You know, like, I know for a fact I'm going to find something to snack on if I'm playing video games. And so, like what you said, where you change your, um, your environment or you give yourself different opportunities to, like, eat better instead of, you know, getting, like, um, some unhealthy, like, snack or, like, a bunch of chips or something like that, I'll get almonds. Um, and at the end of the day, you kind of have to ask yourself, what are you really looking for when you're eating this? And get a little bit more intentionality on what you're getting out of your food. Because I know I'm not really eating to be like full when I'm playing video games. Mm. I just need, I, it's an oral fixation. I just need something. Yeah, um, something to do with your hands. Yeah. yeah, and so like when I'm playing video games, I'm eating almonds because I just want that, like just something to eat. Mm. Um, and then it, it just makes it easier for me to also get like nutritional value out of the food that i eat while also you know still getting what i want at the end of the day my bro chucky said chick-fil-a is uh light though but i haven't eaten there since i found out they don't like black people yeah. only some weirdos they yeah, own some weird shit go to franchise though go to franchise the money goes straight to the owners and not the french or not the uh, uh, yeah not the, the actual people. company yeah. because yeah. bro my sister used to work for a chick-fil-a and i was like don't you feel like um like a, a little bit of a moral quandary um, working there because they don't fuck with like they don't fuck with gay people they don't fuck with black people like they don't really fuck with people like that um, and then she was like nah I mean the owners of that Chick-fil-A they're gay like they're married um, and they're making a shit ton of money and I feel better making like working for them than if I was working for like a Chick-fil-A chain like that wasn't franchised so we try to make sure that the Chick-fil-A's that we eat at our franchise. Yeah, their public image is very interesting. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if they're ever going to change, hopefully in the future. Um, but, yeah. I, I don't eat that. That's rich people food. And I don't fuck with their dry ass chicken, food. but the sus fire. Cardi, uh, you said a lot of crazy uh, shit in a row. Bro. That's, <laughs> a, really, that's a really fire. big bar to get off so right the sauce there. sauce is fire. The chicken is good. Chicken's the, good. The chicken is the best chicken's gonna be as, as a chain yeah, yeah. A chain. for for fast food yeah because yeah. like because once something becomes a chain then 
the recipe gets really washed out. There's too many people touching the food, so it's really a lot of inconsistency. You know, doesn't give a fuck about their chicken, Popeyes. Then they just be no, 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 no. I'm gonna talk right, my go, shit. Go ahead and talk your it shit. But when, like, it was when they were going through the whole chick um hot chicken sandwich phase, and every time I went, the chicken sandwich was worse and worse. And so one day I went and I pulled that shit out and took a bite of it, and it was just, it was all mayo, no chicken. I was mad. I took a bite of bread mayo. I'm like, y'all niggas don't give a fuck about this chicken. And I have not been back since. I don't do Popeyes. I go every everywhere else. Cardi, you saying a lot of crazy oh, shit right now. Like, that's yeah, Sean even said, can y'all time out the mod real quick? <laughs> you said Popeyes chicken is better right. than, than Chick-fil-A. So, First of all, Chick-fil-A made the blueprint. And it's... I, <laughs> the king of the chicken sandwich, I'm going to say right now, is Chick-fil-A. The king of just regular chicken... For fast food, I'm gonna give it to Popeyes, then KFC, then Church's Chicken. For Church's? like just regular pieces of chicken. Is there any other place other than Church's we can put before them, or are they just default third? I'd rather say Louisiana Fried Chicken. Yeah, Louis, come on, put oh, Louisiana on top. Wow, Louisiana. I forgot good. they they. Bro, there's one down the street. All right, I'm gonna redo my list. <laughs> Louisiana Fried Chicken. Popeyes, yeah. then KFC, then churches. Yeah, Louisiana, Louisiana slaps. They do that thing. They slap, bro. That shit is unhealthy as fuck, but they slap, bro. Chuck, chicken. Chucky said, "King of biscuits." Who got it? King of biscuit. Ooh, ooh. Fuck. That's a good one. I haven't had a. a fast I'm biased towards Red Lobster's biscuits. That shit is good. Yo. Okay. We got to go to Red Lobster. Wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. Here's, here's my question. Been to a Red Lobster. No, that There's was a good answer. The street from us. I got to all across the street from us. Yeah. What restaurant has the best complimentary bread? Complimentary bread. Ooh, uh, first get that. Does garlic bread count? Gar- whatever bread. The garlic, the bread, uh, the garden. biscuit. Olive Garden. Got I'm not it. fucking with Olive Garden. That the, shit is mad nah, regular. Nah, Don't they real? have the little submarine, like, yeah. them shits? But hold up, hold up. What are your options, though? Like, I'm trying to think of all the... I think, who was it? Um... Got good bread like that. Is it Maggiano? Maggiano's got the Maggiano got good bread. I like my bread with the olive oil and vinaigrette. Oh, uh, the balsamic. The balsamic. Yeah, that's a, that's, a that's really where I like my bread. bread. Not a lot of places come to mind, but the one Texas that I had Road recently. House. Oh, you talking about the thick te- Texas toast, huh? Mm. The one I had recently back in like January was California Pizza Kitchen. I know that's a chain uh, that's also like semi fancy. Mm-hmm. Bless you. That was it. You know, CPK pretty casual. I, I'd say um, still Red Lobster has the best, like, biscuits or restaurant bread. Yeah? For both, yeah. They just put cheese in it. That shit was so stupid, bro. I, I, I got to be careful itself. around the bread at restaurants. I can't I can't eat it no more. Like, it's just way too much carbs. You eat fruit? I do. You know what's crazy? What? Fruit has more carbs than bread. But I get more out of fruit, like, potentially for, like, vitamins and stuff like that. It's that's a lot true. of sugar. Like it, but it's I'd like rather natural not. sugar, though. Yeah, it's it's natural sugar. Sugar itself like, isn't bad. I think like there's a lot of bad labels when it comes to food stuff. Like people say carbs are bad, sugar is bad, but like they're kind of essential. Like empty, empty carbs. They're, you know, carbs, like yeah. I'm not getting yeah. anything yeah. out of it. I remember the Family Guy bit. I think it was when um when Peter they gave Peter the gay gene, and they were trying and they put him through the um they put him through like the uh. The re- the rehab thing where the dude was like, okay, now repeat after me. He's like, me and the boys are going to go to the bar and grab a couple of drinks of beer and watch the basketball game. And Peter said, I'm going to go to the winery with the girls, but I'm not going to drink anything because wine is empty calories. 
And I remember in my nutrition class, we talked about empty calories. And when she said that, I thought about that bit. And I'm like, that makes so much fucking sense. <laughs> because when you, a 500 calories of like, of meat is very different than 500 calories of empty sugar or of, uh, of added sugar. Because that 500 calories of protein is going to go into protein synthesis. Like your body is going to use these calories for something productive. If you drink 500 calories of anything, like for, yeah, you, not like the protein shake that's like specific, yeah, not, but like yeah. sodas, like juice, like yeah. wine, alcohol, those calories is strictly sugar and it's going straight to fat. Yeah. Like it's going from bottle to body to fat and then that's it yeah so it's like a bottle like a can of coke is like 150 calories that's a lot but you can get 150 calories out of a bag of almonds yeah naked and you're still getting sugar you're still gonna get everything that you would get from that coke yeah but now you're getting like some fucking vitamin a some vitamin b some vitamin c you're getting like non-processed sugar. Yeah. High fructose corn syrup will fuck you up. Oh yeah, that's so bad. The diabetes, I swear Natural to God. Natural sugar is great. I remember I was helping my uncle in his uh, in his backyard one day, and this nigga walked up and said, "Hey, yo, come here," and then off just picked a plum off of his tree and just wiped it on his shirt and gave it to me. And I'm like, I don't fuck with plums, nigga. Like, are you gonna make me eat this? And he was like, I'm like, God, fuck. And I bit into it. Bussin'. Bust, bruh. I said, mm. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was rolling was down your corner of your lip. I had to my hand to get the... Oh, uh, yeah, to get the residual... Bruh. bruh. It was good, man. But, like, <laughs> just, like... In he like it's his backyard and like he's not growing shit to sell like it's just for him and my aunt. Growing shit is just amazing. I saw. I know we had it in high school, but having an aquaponics, like a legit system where you grow your crops and then that same water um, goes to the fish. It helps filter the water to feed the fish. The fish poop in the water. That fish poop then fertilizes the soil and it's its own system. It'll be like as big as this square table. You could have like chilies, potato, carrots, and whatever fish you want, tilapia. They're cheap and they survive in that freshwater system. You could have up to 12 fish and you just rotate throughout the year. Have you seen those people that like that that cook and they have um just like random herbs in their window seal? Yeah. And they'll be like, oh yeah, this basil is growing in nice. Yeah. Cilantro's growing in nice. They'll pick it from the, the little pot and then throw it in. They'll have like spinach. Um what's that shit where it's like you plant the spinach once and then you'll never need to replant it or you'll have like an infinite amount of spinach because it'll just grow in like a week. Like that's Niggas will just have that shit in the window seal. Take that shit, throw it into their food. Yeah, easy. That's a flex. That's a real big flex. Chucky with the resub just because he doesn't want to watch ads. You know what? Whatever gets it there. Thank you. I appreciate it. We appreciate you, bro. Now you got the emos. Yeah. I never had caviar. I've never really been interested in eating caviar. I hear it's really good, but. I just don't really. Yeah, I never had caviar. Around. I've seen caviar used as more of a, um, like a topping a rather than yeah, like no, a garnish. Yeah. I think like caviar is not... really pretentious because caviar alone yeah. can justify a dish going from thirty to hundred dollars, just, just for like a spoonful of it. So there was a documentary on Vice um, that I watched with, uh, I forgot his name. He passed away recently. Um, uh, the dude who had like a really deep voice and everything. No, 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 wait, no, 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 the dude, 
the black dude had a really deep voice raspy michael michael something yeah you know who i'm talking about yeah yeah he had his own show on vice something about like undercovering like shit on the underworld black market black market shit he uncovered like um this whole entire black market going on in um i forgot which uh like some african country and they get the fish right the fish takes a lot to get but it only sells for like maybe three or four dollars realistically and then the import to like european countries and then they prepare it and it sells for like 500 it's crazy like the and they're they're also at the same time as like you know getting these fishes and stuff like that they're fucking up the ecosystem oh yeah and it it creates the whole entire like scarcity of these like animals because so many people want them and are ordering them it's crazy bro so when you order some expensive shit you gotta really you gotta really think about like where that shit's coming from because man like you know yeah same thing with diamonds diamonds are and cobalt (laughs) yeah all appliances there's a lot of conflict materials in our electrical all these all these uh things that can be traced back to like other countries and how it's affecting them man it's crazy Dunce, and they don't they don't see any of that money with the fucking thank you the shine, so much man. with the gifted thank, thank you all guys thank you all. we appreciate you welcome sean <laughs> with the emo he's went straight to work <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all for coming through man we appreciate y'all a reminder this is going to be on um different apple. platforms it's going to be on apple spotify, spotify. Yeah, we, we don't, when it when it officially goes up we'll make an official announcement so make sure you all follow us on twitter on fml real for all the updates for things like this big and small so just be ready for it yeah we at 236 so how we feeling it's hot. damn dunks another another yo another one you didn't uh we didn't Let's get the uh noties uh browser oh, source yeah shit. that's why we we have to keep up through here but it's okay it's okay well, have y'all tried the drink called body armor i have uh, body armor. i be drinking what, the, is that a the kobe bryant uh body armor that shit's good as fuck what is that is it it's, it's like an energy drink or like a it's like a gatorade like you get your your uh fucking oh, yeah. well, thank you thank you for the sub what? oh my god a hype train is yo in thank, you oh, so thank you so much um what you think is better, Powerade or Gatorade? I've only had Gatorade. I've had Powerade. I thought they were the same thing, really. Just different bottles. I've only ever drank Powerade after being I've only down. seen one Powerade. Have y'all ever fucked with uh, Propel? Shouts out to my fourth grade teacher, Miss Graham. She put us all on Propel. I always Propel. used to have to go into a Vons just to get a Propel because that shit was expensive. Oh, Propel, my mom used to pack one for me for, uh, for summer camp when she would pack me a lunch for the field trips. That pro- I was drinking my water for Propel. the day. Yeah. I best believe, that, shit, like, that water was damn near nice. delicious. Yeah, but I've only seen one flavor of Powerade. Have you noticed that? Like the blue or red. Cardi said Gatorade. Chucky said Gatorade. Propel gas. Propel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout Shuts out to all the propels. Gatorade had the uh, the nipple had twist the nipple. top. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be sucking on that. Straight from the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that had to be in your ear chat. <laughs> Listen, y'all. Blue Powerade is underrated. Um, you know, nigga be having sexual intercourse and shit. I'll be, I drink a blue powder. I'm back in that bitch. Like, <laughs> stop, don't, don't sleep on that motherfucker. Niggas, like, 
<laughs> Niggas talking like he's Popeye with spinach. I'm like, I'm like, hey, don't touch me. <laughs> I'm like, Use somebody else. <laughs> Pass me the blue Powerade, babe. And then, like, oh, again? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Rend the nigga. <laughs> Done. 30 seconds. He said, yeah. First again, baby. <laughs> I go get the champ of Gatorade. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like all right. <laughs> 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 back in. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, dang, you didn't come yet? Give me 15 minutes. We're going to try this again. Said, baby, I ain't got no more Gatorade. <laughs> I'm out for the count. That's all the thing I got left. Oh, man. My nigga on empty. Oh, man. So, yeah, Blue Powerade. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Um, also, what's up, Fallen Guardian? How's your dad? Fallen Guardian. How you doing? Oh. You choose Powerade? What's the difference? I don't know. I have no oh, idea. But I only see the Blue Powerades. Literally, I don't know if it's just me, but like I only see the Blue Powerades. I only see red and blue. I usually only have two like two colors. I've only seen those two. Yeah. What's everyone's favorite flavor of Gatorade, though? That's the real question. The ice blue is the coldest. Just always remains. I'll be fucking with the lemon-lime one sometimes, though, depending on the, the mood. The lemon-lime one is good. Get that. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh no! You can't answer, nigga. Come on. Oh, that nasty ass cucumber lime shit. The, the cucumber lime is the oh, best God. flavor. Stop playing with me. Come on. Trash. Too. Yeah. Come I be on. having I be the whole rainbow Gatorades. Don't discriminate, man. Who, Inclusive. Who, who? Yeah, this chat. Is, this, <laughs> you got the rainbow get. You really put in the blank of Gatorade. Sick. <laughs> That's sick, right? Um. Yo. Um. You. I'm back. What's up, Khalil? What's your favorite Gatorade? Cucumber lime, Rennie, you nasty as fuck. Yes, that's right, Cardi. You're nah, right. Cucumber lime is good as. Come on, y'all. What's the white one again? I was Ice. just about to say. Remember how they started oh. to introduce like that clear, like mystery flavor for like Airheads and Gatorades mm-hmm. and shit like that. The yeah. white one for Gatorade is the Glacier Ice. That, that was actually pretty. Good. I thought it was like some secret strawberry shit or it's, something like it's that. It's nothing special. It's nothing special. It's nothing special. Yeah. But yeah, I, that mystery shit is so stupid yeah. to me. We really had that we era. We bought it. We had that era where it was yeah. like, damn, what this shit tastes like? Yeah, Chuck, he's like, what's your freeze or something like that? Nice. Like, you're trying to think again. But they don't tell you what the fuck is the point. Paying 35 cents for the white uh, airhead strip is nuts. That shit is 25 cents, and y'all know it. You know what? Buying the, yeah. the mystery... Uh, um, airhead candy really started my gambling addiction. Like, really, <laughs> really, really taking a risk with that one. It's just oh, like, you know, man. I was more than regular. Put it all on white, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, who knows what it could be? <laughs> oh my god! Now they were probably using like the leftover like food uh, coloring and shit, and just were like, we gotta do some shit with this. Make a mystery flavor. <laughs> if, if I was on a game show and they said you can get a hundred thousand dollars cash or the mystery box, I'm gonna be like. Yeah, what's in a box though? Like, <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, like when it always think about that when they say like here's your definite prize or the indefinite one, right? I think like if it's between a thousand dollars or a mystery prize, I'm like, well, how easy is it for me to get a thousand dollars? Yeah, that's how mm-hmm. I see it. If I can get a thousand dollars on my own with no issue, I'm gonna go for the mystery box. If they say a mill, hard like cold cash or the mystery box, I'm getting the mill. Cause yeah. I don't know if I'm ever gonna be able to touch a mill again. It's just like the pussy deficit, like. 
Don't the next time you're gonna get a don't mouth? compare analogies. Don't we not the same? We we not the same. Okay? This nigga just com- <laughs> that's not. Chat, I want to be the first one to say this man just compared a million dollars to some pussy. It's well, okay. Like, listen, one good th- girl is worth a thousand bitches. No, nah, that that, that, that changed. That changed. Inflation, inflation it's changed. One that. one good girl is worth one thousand two hundred and twenty nine bitches. Obviously, like. Come on, like we know economics here. Yeah. And so, how many, and how much is one dollar compared to one? Fuck, you know, like one nut. How much is a nut compared to for you guys? You know? Anyone can get a nut. Like if 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 you, hypothetically speaking, like you going on Pornhub and the Pornhub Premium is like a ten dollars a month, but wow. you using you nutting every every time you go on Pornhub. Are you really getting like what's the nut to dollar it, ratio? Like, like, the nut you, is ten dollars. The nut is ten dollars. So there's an intrinsic value to that. Nut. Wait, is that ten dollars a month? Ten dollars a month. Yeah. So they're saying you're gonna nut at least ten times this month. Cardi said it's actually three dollars a month. Get it right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> 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 but you don't need the premium. Though. Like in reality, you can not for free. I'm anyway, flabbergasted, buddy. <laughs> so you're asking yourself, like, how much are you willing to put into the nut? Like, how, how much are you willing to invest in the nut? Right. And so if you were, if you're by default gonna go in expecting to spend ten dollars for that nut, and you find a video, it's free, so you don't have to, you don't have to spend that ten dollars. That means you just save ten dollars nutting. And right now, you just put that ten dollars back in your pocket. So you're getting a ten dollar rebate for that ten dollars worth of nut. How do we get here? Listen, I am. I work for the Federal Bureau of Nut Investigation. Um, hey, we gotta we gotta step away from the hub, man. Okay, so like now we gotta now we gotta talk about like OnlyFans and shit. Like, if OnlyFans is fifteen bucks, like shit. <laughs> I remember your tweet this week. <laughs> I don't know if you would open up about it, but that shit was funny. The email's crazy. That email. Oh, you saw crazy. <laughs> Like if okay, so we we've all we've all subscribed to OnlyFans, right? I'm just gonna assume I have not subscribed to OnlyFans. No, you should try it. You should try it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so like, who is that? Oh, this is the. Can, Can I, I click it? Yeah. Oh no, no, this isn't the email. This is the oh, screenshot. Oh, it's a, it's a screenshot. <laughs> yeah. So like, we we've all subscribed to OnlyFans, right? Like. It, I just tweeted know, that screenshot. Like, sometimes Fallen they, Guardian said, I got y'all the cost per viral, per vial for an ID disclosed donors, anonymous and open donors are priced slightly less than $855. Exactly. Thank, thank you, Fallen Guardian. Two names that really raise attention like, for me. Like, there's an intrinsic value to the net. thousand bucks. And now we start to think, like, people pay for companionship, people pay for pussy, like... What's the intrinsic value to just simply fucking a person with a pussy? You know? Um, Would you fuck anything with a pussy? Don't say anything. Not anyone. I wouldn't say anyone. Like, I wouldn't fuck. I have standards. Like, <laughs> listen, like, if you don't want to buy $3 worth of pussy, like, if what you're buying $3 pussy, worth of yeah, pussy. Yeah, that's subjective. But, okay, so what's the street value? Like, 
if if pussy's on sale for $75 and you're going to get discount pussy, like, are you getting discounted pussy? Why you keep throwing in an a another aspect just to make it work? <laughs> why can't, <laughs> why can't you, be throwing in, you be throwing in new shit? So much. You know what? You know what? Speaking this of like, of, crazy. Uh, um, how did we get here? That's what I'm saying. This, this ain't even on the. <laughs> this is not, not on the document. When, when we talking about like, um, what how do I put this? Uh, satisfaction from the streets. I think that I think it's in Amsterdam where they really have like a whole district for it. Where I think it's Amsterdam. Yeah, where it's like they the, have a red light district. Yeah. yeah, where it's like a lot of like people where it's like it's controlled. You know, there's like a lot of prostitution out here, but it's not like I need a woman's input. Yeah, we probably not the ones to talk about this. What we gonna talk about though? That's all we got. Yeah, but when we talk about like like right now. Um, like with like prostitution, like it's right here, it's illegal. So there's not a lot of like, there's no business for it. So there's no regulation. There's no like, so it's, it, it could potentially be very dangerous because you don't know who you're dealing with. But in Amsterdam, it's very controlled. It's like a business. It's like people are regularly tested. They're supported. Like there's backings. Like there's the government a, supports that industry. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of resources for it. So when you, when it comes to like paying for a service like that, like they, they have like, 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 I don't even know how to like put it. Like they have options. A lot of places you can go to. <laughs> a lot of different you can, experiences. You can so. bargain. You can shop for a bargain. But like, okay, imagine some craftsmanship, right? Like, okay. you're getting a desk. That desk is a thousand dollars, and you can yeah. see the craftsmanship. You can see how they like produce that. What makes desk. it? What makes it a thousand dollars? The material or the service? It, I, okay, so both. We're, we're gonna say for this hypothetical, both material and the service, right? And now, if you if you turn around and you say, "All right, well, let's compare this thousand dollar desk to a fifteen dollar desk," that fifteen dollar desk isn't going. You're not really going to get everything you want out of that fifteen dollar desk. But you. But know, it's serviceable. That's true. Well, but it's also like, what do you like? Do you need a twenty dollar desk? My IKEA desk in there is a twenty dollar desk, and it does everything I need it to do, and that's it. I can get a twenty dollar desk. It's not going. Do anything different? Yeah, maybe, you, maybe you've seen the, the you've seen the IKEA five dollar coffee tables. You can step through them, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> like they're made out of cardboard, and so th that five dollars is right there. You know what I mean? Oh man! And bro. so if you get this, a this analogy pussy, is going so far, bro. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what the fuck we're I'm talking saying. about, bro. If, if oh, so, if you fucking with a girl, or if you're fucking with a person with a pussy, right? And you have niggas in their DMs every single day. You know there's an intrinsic value, and they let you fuck for the free. Well, it, that's if you put value on that. Yeah. Like, cause true. like me, me talking to someone that has like a million dudes in their DMs is is not worth any so more hard. than me someone who isn't talking to anybody. Well, uh, yeah, there, but there's a demand. There's a demand there. And okay. That's where the value Whoa. comes. I want to ask this. I want to ask this. Is sex sacred? Do you guys think sex should be less or more sacred? We can define sacred as well. So I had this conversation a few years ago. Um, not this specific conversation, but I had asked someone like, what are like some things you look for when you're looking for when you're trying to date? And they say, because um, like for me, I'll, I'll say it. Um, I'm someone that uh, I don't really have sex with people before going into a relationship. That's just like me. It's that's something that like for me, it's like on, a, on my definition of sacred, it's something that like, I it's like a very like um, intimate kind of thing, so I'm not gonna do that with someone I don't know or don't really care about. 
But I, I told that to someone. They said, well, they have sex while they're dating because for them, their sex life is a part of the dating process. I could really like you and it'd be really cool. But if, you, if you're not really good at having sex, then that's not something or that's not that's something that, I, that I'm going to need in a relationship. And if that's not something you can provide, then that's kind of like a, a red flag for me. So I'm like, OK, you know what? Like that makes sense that's a part of the interview process it's a part of kind of like sizing someone up and seeing how they are mm. is their sex so for some people it's just like it's also like a, a very casual thing too for some people where it's just like fun and games no no strings attached and then that's it as long as both people are on the same page then shit sean said i understand and respect that view yeah uh to me sex isn't like that important or not it's not sick what do you define sacred Sacred is just like you can't. Okay, so if it is very sacred, I would say that it's you know something that you'd like to do very exclusive, something that's you do very romantically, something that is less you know, like you don't just treat it as such flesh, but it is more like connection, I guess, with another person. Okay. Very a, a very spiritual experience as well. We also said like we all in like define sacred is different though. Yeah, like. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think I hold it to that high of importance. I do think it has a lot to, like, I think it's important to find out, like, if you, if sexual chemistry is important to you, then you're going to want to have sex with the person that you're trying to have a connection with. Um, but also, I place a lot more importance into just, like, how we communicate, how we emotionally connect. Um, because all, a lot of the times you see, like, oh, men cheat and women cheat but when women cheat it's worse because women actually love that nigga you know what i mean um, <laughs> and so like niggas will say oh it's okay for men to cheat or it's less harmful for a man to cheat because they're just trying to fuck so if we can use that same logic let's let's have it both ways because i've seen women um who fuck and it's just i'm just trying to get a nut off and so if i'm trying to get a nut then then let's call it what it is it's not that important because i like niggas will beat their meat every day like niggas like niggas masturbate women masturbate too so it obviously isn't that important it's just important if you do it with another person yeah and so it's a vulnerable moment yeah like i'm butt-ass naked in front of you let's like let's you know y'all don't fuck with the clothes on uh the socks stay on (laughs) 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 but no like if if I'm in a relationship and we define it as like we're just fucking, then I'm gonna be like, okay, well, let's make sure that this is okay. Like, make sure that this sexual relationship is okay. Let's be safe and let's respect each other's boundaries within that relationship. But you don't have any obligation to only fuck me. You can fuck other people. That's just how, like, that's just it is what it is. I'm not like, I don't attach my ego to it. So, so you do take care to communicate about it though, mm-hmm. because you do have your set boundaries about it yeah so then therefore that is that is i guess how is it like if there's a frequency of sacredness from zero to ten you know ten being ultimate sacred what would you put it because you do take care into communicating about it i'd say the boundary or like how we i'd say the relationship is sacred but not the sex in the relationship because i I could equally just be like i don't like i like how we connect emotionally and i don't really care like 
it doesn't matter if we have sex or not. I would put that scenario probably at like a five because it's casual, but it's also respected. Mm-hmm. It's like we're having sex because like this is just what we're going to do. We both enjoy it, but we also are very respectful of each other's boundaries and respect not going out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. So there's like casual, but there's also still a sense of um, of exclus- exclusivity. Yeah, I would say I'd, I'd ask them, what are the expectations first? Like if you if we are to have sex, then do you want me to only have sex with you or am I OK or am I free to have sex with other people as well? And if we both like, you know, um, agree, oh, we can see other people, then that's then that's what it is. Um, but if there's an expectation of exclusivity, I'm also going to respect that. I'm gonna respect that as well. I'm not gonna go around fucking other people. Sean said this is the only time, the only time he will agree with you. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I was gonna add to that. Um, I think I've had more than uh, more experience with uh, partners who are expressive um, with physical touch rather than like words or any other forms of like you know showing uh, appreciation for their partner mm-hmm. um and i think that is kind of weird to me sometimes because sometimes i'm not so into that like in certain moments um and i've gotten complaints before because like sometimes like good example that i'm open with uh talking about natalie uh that time that we're at the sleepover yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I, <laughs> these. <laughs> All right. So, so, so physical touch isn't. Wait. Can I, can I tell the story? Yeah. Tell it's the quick. story. It's, oh, we're, we're at Ren's house for a sleepover for like his birthday. This is like in high school, and we're all chilling. Everyone goes to sleep. Everyone's on the floor, and Fabe and his girlfriend at the time, Natalie, are. <laughs> they're like asleep, and they're basically like pretty much like cuddling, and she's trying to like she's trying to cuddle. <laughs> she's like a, I can't even finish it. Baby, take the Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Damn. Try to sleep. He's like, get off me. He turned around. He said, I can feel you breathing on the back of my neck. <laughs> back to stop. What am I here, We roasting for it all. It's so funny. Oh, uh, my so gosh. Funny. Nah, because, look, I'm, I'm just not that type of person who's, like, comfortable with, um, like, a lot of physical... Um, you physical know, touch, physical yeah. touch, like, especially like in a room full of my niggas, like that felt really weird to me. That took it to a beyond level of where I was just yeah. uncomfortable. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I was like super uncomfortable. So I was like, nah, just space yourself out. Like we got a line right here. But like, um, what about, so in social settings, you're not really into physical Yes, touch. social settings. I'm not like oh, the type of person to be like. PDA, yeah, I'm not really into it. Like, I'll hold your hand, but my hand gets really sweaty too. So, like, I feel uncomfortable after a while. Like, all right, let's not let's not hold hands. Like, you right next to me, yeah. like that's enough. I'm not I personally hands love like it's too hot. Yes, love hot holding hands. hands. I personally love holding like hands. hands. I love holding. I'd be locking pinkies, bro. That's it. I love holding my hand. <laughs> yeah, she get the best handshake, bro. If it's three for three, if it's three for three, I'm gonna say no. Just for the sake of being different, this nigga didn't dab him up just because he. Oh man, but yeah, so I'm not into like the whole PDA thing, but it it sucks because I'm I think I'm more of a a talk it out person, and I think like when I do try to do that, like 
it it doesn't um you know translate well it's not satisfying it's not satisfying yeah. and i've had this a lot more often than not where like i'm trying to have a really good conversation with someone because i think bouncing conversations with someone is like more um attractive to me and like fun than like um you know being intimate like i can be intimate i like that i like getting my nut off you know i'm gonna just say that right <laughs> but like having a mental nut is better <laughs> he's spitting i mean he's spitting. like having a mental nut is so much better because when you were chopping it up with someone and like they're they're like laughing and you laughing and you're having a good time with them like that that shit is really crazy that's why okay i'm I'm open up about this too but i went on a date with um someone and uh god forbid if they figure who i am <laughs> and find this but um anyway it was a good time like it was an overall good time but i can't talk to them anymore i i just don't feel comfortable because they have a kid that's just not something against them it's just i'm not there in my life yet mm. um but i had an amazing time with them like minus like all the other stuff amazing like it was a great time just talking with someone that you can relate to just be goofy with not have to be serious about like shit it was great like yeah nigga just said mental nut yeah how you feel about that shit like are you more of a mental nut type person or when you brought up that mental thing the my mind immediately went to you know going back to like middle school days there was always that one girl in class you always saw always had a crush on always wanted to like plot like this is what i'm gonna say to optimize like my funniness (laughs) or some shit maybe you did it maybe you you did you know but it was like that would be that was always like the most tension because I wouldn't pay attention to class. What the fuck is class? I'm thinking about her, you know, like mm-hmm. and all that fantasy. And, you know, if she moves towards my way, I'm like and then you freeze up. And like when's it like, OK, granted, we probably all went through that because we were a kid. Mm-hmm. But what who would give you those type of butterflies now? You know, mm-hmm. would it be someone who values sex very exclusively or not? And, you know, how does that make you feel? You know, I remember hitting on the shoddy in middle school. And she didn't get out of my jokes. But then in hindsight, I think I just realized that my jokes were too immature for the teacher. So. <laughs> That's the podcast, like, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Thank y'all for coming through on episode one. <laughs> this nigga said he's hitting on the teacher. We got any closing remarks before we head out? <laughs> like, what, what, what's y'all take away from this? He said, just, y'all don't fuck with women with kids. No. Uh, uh, I'm not trying to be a daddy just uh, Yes and no. Like you gotta I'm do- the dad who yeah. stepped up. <laughs> show, show the back of your shirt. <laughs> oh. Are you back? Are you? Uh, yeah, you got it. You got it. It's like all <laughs> Hello, check, check. There we go. Yeah. I'm gonna say this. I see this in my whole chest. Every time I get a chance to, I, I am a true. Uh, you know, I think that when it comes to certain populations, a lot of people need to support. And when it comes to like the. The woman population there's a lot of um a lot of not a lot of acknowledgments that go out the moms mm. and so i would like to just dedicate this segment to the of the stream or the podcast to just a huge shout out to all the moms out there and if you all need any kind of support you can please reach out to fml for uh specifically grim that's me right here it's got to go to hr first though yeah hr got HR's got <laughs> that's how the paperwork process works before, bro before we go like chat y'all fuck with um i'm a physical touch kind of guy you know, I like being held. Y'all fuck with non-intimate um, or non-sexual physical touch. Like, that's kind of underrated. I was I was laying down with a shawty. I just had my hand, like, or my, I just rested my head on their chest, bro. 
and I felt shit. their heartbeat. Yeah. And then we synchronized our breathing and shit. <laughs> Yo, this nigga's about to cry. Bro, like that shit's profound. Like y'all, y'all, y'all sleeping. I'm just saying, like non non sexual. I gotta go. Is the way to go. Ah, uh, all the niggas in the chat. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, nigga. Like, y'all niggas sleeping, oh, bro. Like, Sean, Chucky, y'all are you. funny niggas. Like, come on. Y'all never want to be held. Like, remember back when you was a baby and your mom? Never mind. <laughs> that's a that's a podcast. That's the podcast, man. We three hours in. Let's let's all stand up to uh, to walk. The, we gotta we gotta lock show it you. In. There's a door. Oh, oh man. man. Oh shit. Oh, you still stepping? Still <laughs> All right, y'all. So this a this a pick. This a pick. Okay. Let's move over towards a little bit further miles over here. Yeah. Okay. All right. That, there's a height comparison. There's the pick. Thank you guys for pulling up to the podcast. This was episode one of FML. Uh, way too real. Numero uno. Thank you guys for pulling up. We really appreciate, appreciate each and every single one of you. Uh, Hello, night, night, brother. Good night, Chucky. Good night, Cardi. Shiv taller than Fade. <laughs> I guess he is. Unsolicited, yeah, so. but true. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, thank you guys for pulling up. We really appreciate you. Uh, follow us on FML underscore real on Twitter. Um, the, the audio form of this podcast will be available later on this week. Follow us for more updates. Subscribe to the Patreon at... Um, we don't got a Patreon. Send us uh, some money. <laughs> Down below, I know Shiv need a pizza. Maybe. What time is it? I need a mama's support. It's, it's 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. 10.30. Yeah. All right, we're going to end this for y'all, but... I got pay pay. I got PP too. <laughs> Can we all go together? We're going to play a little sword fight. Yeah, we're going to... I'm gonna... sick of you, nigga. In the stream. I got to talk to you. Oh, shit. All right, Jack. You'll see me next week. You know why. (laughs) Catch us on Monday. Bye, y'all.